Hello, it is a July evening in Los Angeles. It felt mildly humid today on top of the big heat. It's like that movie Body Heat set in Florida and the steamy romance that ensues. So today I'm joined again by Andrea Mez, esthetician, product consultant, product formulation expert, favorite Tierney Talks guest number one, our first return player. Welcome, Andrea. Oh, thank you so much. So the title of what Andrea and I wanted to do for you all today is called 60 Summer Products with Tierney and Andrea. But 60 does sound a little ambitious. We've compiled more than that, but can't promise we're really going to fulfill that numerical value. Totally. It's a lot. We are going to share some summer tips, though. Absolutely. Like, well, how's your skin going lately? My skin has been pretty great. Nice. Um, Typically. Well, I gave myself a peel. What kind? Ten days ago. It was a PCA sensitive skin peel, and it has mandelic acid, and that is a really great acid for darker skin tones so uh -huh. I just kind of felt like I needed a reset um funny enough two days later I totally broke out in an allergic reaction circa last summer exactly tyranny to like beauty con it right. wasn't as bad but it was like so reminiscent Wait, of course tell them the drama yeah so the con. the drama of beauty con last year I was so excited because tyranny had um this amazing opportunity to go and write about it and so I went with her as her date and Three days before, my skin was looking snatched, and I, of course, decided to take home. At the time, I was working for a different studio in Venice, and we had this one peel that we use on everybody. Flash peel, three minutes. Long story short is I broke out really badly in this kind of, like, hives allergic reaction, and I, like, pretty sure I called you, and I was right. crying, and I was so upset because my skin looks so bumpy and so angry and so inflamed, and that's when I kind of went off on glycolic because I think so many people overdo it on glycolic because it's very time sensitive and including myself. Um, but I had meaning a, what that it, you only need it for a very short amount of time. Yeah, like so basically what I did, it, I think the peel is three to ten minutes, and I left. I must have left it on around ten. Um, but that range is very sensitive. So like if you start, if you know your skin loves glycolic, you've done it a million times, like sure, go for the 10. But I hadn't done anything like that in a long time, so I definitely overdid it. So I should, you know, when I tell people like, if you're gonna try these acids, always basically like err on the side of caution because you're not really sure how your skin's gonna react. I mean, it's eliminating a whole layer of your skin topical dead skin cells i should say with um, that specific peel yeah and peels in general that's what you're doing you're basically making your skin that's what you're shed yeah yeah um which is great but if it's a little too strong then basically um you can really kind of destroy your acid mantle um or your barrier just gets super super upset and so everything's off for a few days and then it'll look your skin will start to look really really good after but it's like do you pay the price to look and feel kind of crappy for a few days to then look amazing? I don't know. Well, after BeautyCon, did you feel like you looked amazing? Like, did, I it, did. did it drop what's, like that? What's funny is I had to take Benadryl for like four days. And that's always like 
for any of you who have like a really bad allergic reaction to a product or something, if nothing is working, if you even start to feel slightly itchy, Benadryl is the way to go at night. Start taking one tablet and you will wake up in the inflammation or the texture, whatever, whatever your re allergic reaction manifests. Um, Benadryl is super, super helpful for that kind of thing. I know it's not, you know, it's not like organic or anything like that, but it's basically the, the skin when it has an allergic reaction, it's like a histamine reaction. So right. an antihistamine helps kind of cancel that out. So yeah, but my skin looks amazing now. It was not as bad. It was like two or three days where I was like, wow, my skin is super dry and it's shedding and it looks kind of bumpy. And then the secret that I did, I took Benadryl for one night and then I just didn't put anything on it. Nothing. Nothing. Just water. Yeah. Which is kind of like a nice little detox because there are some totally. philosophies out there where... Um, Speaking to that. Yeah. Uh, basically detoxing your skin from any topicals can be really good. It can kind of rebalance and resettle things, which... Is that something esthetician study or are there like skin scientists, like the dermatologists? I would say that it's more like, yeah, not even dermatologists, probably like more naturopaths or like even uh -huh. like functional medicine doctors or specialists that look at the skin and body as more of a systemic um, kind of plane as thing. opposed to just skin, you know? So, um, really interesting. Super but, interesting. But I gotta say, I gotta let people know that you, I fell in love with you when you came to BeautyCon in this like mild, like, uh, you know, like you didn't want to be seen. I like, didn't want to be seen. <laughs> And like, I was like, well, maybe this will help costume, us. But like, uh, yeah, you're wearing like big glasses and like, what was it? Like it was some scarecrow hat that my like friend Eric Elliott. Yes. Yeah. And it's vintage and I would never, ever be able to afford it. But I was like, oh, my God, like this is kind of perfect. It's a little extra. And I was wearing um, gingham red overall. So I had the whole the farmer. farmer. Yeah. Pre yeehaw of it all totally Lunch, i think it basically. helped us though don't you i feel like we got more i feel like we looked very important that day i'm sure we would yeah yeah you <laughs> but we got a lot of swag and um free everything really you scored totally and you you did that great um Instagram video. video yeah still i want to do that again yeah me too i want to go next weekend let's go <laughs> yes yeah. um two things you said right now acid mantle and barrier like can you just define those yeah sorry that was a lot of like no i've just been curious yeah because people are like talking about the barrier yeah talking about the mantle it yeah. sounds like a house yeah. so. <laughs> totally um so basically these two sort of terms are a great way to look at your skin as again, as a system. So what I mean by acid mantle, the natural pH balance of one skin should be between the bracket of 3.5 to 5.5. And that goes along for a lot of products too. So if you go a little more base or a little more acid, that's when things are really gonna get funky. So that's what I mean by acid mantle. It's like keeping, keeping the pH, like, keeping the pH yeah, and the acidity and the base pretty balanced and that does come in hand with you know great gastrointestinal health how much water you're drinking um you're using the right products so do i have an acidic face 
<laughs> I don't think you do. I mean, I think you're right in the, you know, your skin. I'm uh, even. Tierney looks so tan right now because she's been pooling and going out to the beach and you're like glowing. Well, that's why I like, I wanted, so summer products, I don't know, summer beauty. I feel like the idea of that, mm -hmm. like if I was like a magazine editor in May, mm -hmm. um, sounds really fun and it's all like hot pink nails under turquoise pools and peachy nude lips on like bronze skin. Totally. I love the looks it evokes, but for me, I've been kind of like, I don't know, I've been a little bit dysmorphic with my skin since the summer months. I know that I've like gained more of a tan, which mm -hmm. I do like how it looks, um, but I think it's like the first summer that I've really worn sunscreen all the time. But then also, like, just still seeing freckling, you know, from yeah. the sun. Mm -hmm. And then I'm also, like, I wanted to ask you, like, so I swam for, like, a couple hours on Sunday at my neighbor's house. Mm -hmm. And then came home, took a shower, used all these, like, new products I had got. And then, like, you know, loving a spa moment. And I looked really good after. And I posted a photo well, just because I wanted to share a product I was using, mm -hmm. more on that soon. But I just was so freckly, right? Yeah. But, like, the next morning, it doesn't look as freckly as that. So I'm just curious, like, is that real? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think especially you have a lot of pink undertones, so I think it, it's a combination of things. I think it's, like, general skin tone, and then I think it's also the undertones and how your body basically manifests and registers, you know, exposure to sun. Um, and, you know, if I were to look at your arms, I would expect for you to get freckly because you do have um, moles and freckles, right? So I think that when you're in the sun for X amount of hours, it really kind of, when you step out of that sunlight and you're, you're in your bathroom and you're like, holy shit, I kind of went overboard. I'm super freckly. I think that's the immediate after effects where it's like, the skin is a little kind of shocked and it might be your first sun of the summer. It might be like a lot of exposure, a lot of UVA and UVB rays. But if you're putting sunscreen, I mean, that's really the, you're doing all the right things. If you're wearing hat, you're reapplying. You're, I mean, that's I'm all. I'm never you... wearing a hat though. Yeah. I mean like. I just, honestly, I've packed a hat on so many beach days, pool trips. And you don't wear Vacations. Them. No, yeah. never. I could but I don't think the freckles are, you know, the freckles by the next day or the next 72 hours will either pretty much entirely go away or yeah. fade super slowly. So, like I said, it's like it's I think you should think of freckles as more of that reminder of like, OK, like my skin is not indestructible. Yeah, that, that was, was a lot. lot. So, like, well, if I'm being honest, it was the first day where I didn't like super reapply and like intentionally apply, mm -hmm. you know, and I yeah. kind of almost knew that and liked it. Yeah, I you know, mean, you've, like, heard me, like you've heard me talk about vitamin D exposure. Right, I think it's like it. so important. I don't think, you know, I think here in America, the American Medical Association has made us really afraid of the sun, and I kind of think it's probably some weird pharmaceutical-like trap for, like, all these really? big... Really? Yeah. Depression. Yeah, because you go Men's. everywhere else in the world, it's like people aren't freaking out about sun. They're really not. Right, like Italy, yeah. France, post... <laughs> yeah, stuff. like... I guess specifically Europe, but I'll tell you, like, in Guatemala, people aren't concerned about putting on their sunscreen, and they're so much further south, you know? So it's like, right. I, you know, obviously there's hats, there's, like, other, you know, umbrellas, whatever. Um, I'm not saying that you shouldn't wear sunscreen. I do think it's super important to wear it every day, but I, 
I mean, I'll tell you right now, I don't really reapply during the day. And I don't specifically because I'm indoors a lot. But if you're having a beach day or a pool day, yeah. it is a good idea to like no, freshen up, you know? Now with yeah. Just the Lastin sunscreen so, yeah. you recommended me. Yeah. So we, um, I was on the hunt for a sunscreen, and then I have this client who, at Skin Worship, um, she kind of led me onto it because she was the rep for Southern California, and I put it on, and I was just so obsessed with it. With it's paraben-free, it's gluten-free, and that tint is really beautiful. Yeah. Um, and it works, I'm not going to say, on, obviously, it's not formulated for every every skin tone. There's still work to do in that kind of space, but um, it's pretty universal. Um and even if it doesn't matter, I mean, I'm the one that's like, if I like the feel, like, I'll make it work. And the fact that it's 40 minutes uh, water resistant is, like, really That's a cool. lot. I love that. Yeah. Because if I am in the sun so much, I am definitely, like, swimming. Exactly. I love it. Um, I also haven't worn foundation since getting that sunscreen because I really like how it makes the skin. I think that it gives it a nice, like, Poor blurring uh, vibe. Totally. And it is hydrating. It's super hydrating. There's a, a mushroom, I believe, in the Elastin Skincare that apparently gives more, holds more moisture retention than um, hyaluronic acid. Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah, what's great about Elastin, it's the same founders of Skin Medica, which is Skin Medica is a big kind of line within the. I would say probably more professional beauty space, but it's it's just a great line. Uh, Skin Medica, um, Ice Clinical, um, SkinCeuticals are a little bit more scientific, but they're like a staple. Mm -hmm. um, so this is their new Direct venture. Yeah, exactly. Um, Elastin is really great, and uh, I I love it. I tell people about it all the time. I don't like to wear it at night though because it's not horrible but something that i deal with mm -hmm. as somebody who loves to get photographed is flashback where a lot of spfs cause a lot of like pale pasty flash in photos yeah that's the so elastin's not the worst but i don't love it like just cuz my hair is darker than it's been too it's like with my hairline in the night it becomes yeah i Thing. yeah I think for evening application sunscreen first of all you don't really need, need to do it, it. Right? yeah I mean if it's like after 6 six thirty, you're it's pretty much in the I clear like the doing of course of, the tint. of yeah. course um but yeah that's the problem with so many SPFs I would say the one if you don't want what I tell people is like if you're going out and you're getting photographed let's say it's during the day and you really don't want to risk that zinky um yeah kind of shadow it's better to go with a more chemical sunscreen, um, like the Everyday Sunscreen by Supergroup. It's not fully mineral, but um, it's... Is it mostly mineral or no? No, it ha I think it does have some titanium, but it has octisinate, Which are those um, that kills the reef? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't... Not I don't, that it's yeah, funny, No, 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 I think, I don't think it's... The same chemical? Well, yeah, they don't, I don't think they have the... Ocean Reef Safe Stamp. Um, the only thing that's really Ocean Reef Safe is zinc, honestly. So, but I mean, this is more for like makeup looks or like you're going totally. to a premiere. You know, like a chemical sunscreen is going to blend in and you're not going to get um, the flashback. Yeah, and for some people oh, that works for them. It shows yeah. how I've been using these healthy I know. No, it's I've really come so far. No, it's really good. Um, I think you know I have one just in case, but I pretty much am always going to just. 
Do like opt for the mineral. When you point to my arms and you say like freckles and mm-hmm. moles, mm-hmm. am I supposed to never get a new freckle? No. Like, is that bad? No, it's not bad. It's just at the all. way my skin reacts. Yeah, I, it's the way your skin reacts. I mean, I've had and... most of these since I'm like 11 years old. Exactly. And that to me is like a really nice blueprint of like how over time, sun exposure, I can semi get like an idea of like what potentially might happen on your face. I know that sounds weird, but it's like. So is it pretty good? Yeah, I mean, you have all these, well, you have these beautiful, like, moles and, like, beauty marks, you know, it's not like. am I going to get a bunch of those, do you think? I doubt it. I mean, you haven't even gotten that. Yeah, because I don't have a lot of, like. That's what I'm saying. It's like fully freckled, right? Yeah, but it's just, I don't think it would have manifested already. It's not in your gene pool. I mean, you know what I mean? So it's like. These little sun freckles are totally to be expected, I would say. Sun freckles yeah. by Tierney Finster. I love I love that. how people use the freckles app on Instagram now. And I don't know if we talked about it before, but how one time this guy, this weird older guy who would, like, lurk me and then on Vine and, like, apps, like, not meant for hookups. But then, anyway, it turned out he was married anyway and, like, it's just the whole vibe, right? Oh, he was such an onlooker. And one time he messaged me and said, you look so much better when you don't try to hide your freckles. And I'm like, oh, I never You tried. never do. Like, I don't know. What do you mean? Yeah, <laughs> you definitely don't. And I also think, I think freckles are so beautiful. It's, you know, They're but everybody cute. has their own thing. Some people, you know. Like, to minimize it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, because I do. When I see pictures of these influencer girls, many of whom are your clients, I know that part of that is just because they're going to you so frequently that this level of skin upkeep is really on point. Of course. But I do feel like there's a level of pristineness on the face that I think I associate because of freckling a bit that I would never have, you know? Oh, interesting. Yeah. I um, actually see freckles I'm as, as it. Yeah, but I see fre- freckles as an advantage, actually, because I feel like. Um, Breaking. Well, I feel like <laughs> in this weird way, freckles kind of connotes this like youthful, kind of like girl baby on the prairie, doll? baby doll. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's some girl fucked up fantasy about me. <laughs> you you know, I'm like, nice I'm girl. like, I want to, it's like, I want to be a little a cute prairie right. girl. Like, American beauty. Yeah. Um, but but I, that, yeah. and then I think if you, you know, for those who are truly like born with, um, freckly skin, um, you know, if you ever have like a pimple, it kind of conceals it. It's kind of amazing. That's I think cool. it's like, yeah, no, it's super cool. And, um, you know, there's so many great, which we'll talk about later as you're kind of obsessed with the, um, RMS uncover up. There's all these beautiful foundations and natural makeup lines that make it really easy to like play up your freckles or kind of like right conceal them a little bit, but not ever. Not that coverage. Yeah. yeah. So just because we brought it up that RMS mm-hmm. uncover up mm-hmm. is the, f- actually it's what I bought about a month ago, so besides the Elastin Skincare Pigment, mm-hmm. that's the only really face makeup I've been using, the Amazing. Uncover Up. Mm-hmm. And even right now, like, I didn't even blend it appropriately, but I didn't really care. Like, I just feel it looks good in a number of ways, like you're saying. You can make it very you can um, build it all up. over your face. Mm-hmm. You can build it up like a traditional concealer, but it has such a translucent, like, creamy feel. I know. I love it. I, so... I, on occasion, will do 
makeup shoots and at this point I really just only collaborate with like friends but um when I do it my specialty is kind of just like natural enhancing makeup like I'm not really like a contouring artist or anything but I can make skin look really really good so I part of my kit I have all the RMSs and what's great about the RMSs um the uncover up specifically is that I love using my hands anyway. I actually get totally. kind of intimidated by brushes sometimes. I think they're great, but sometimes I don't think anything can really equate to like the power of your hands because I treat You're it like also painting. Trained at totally. Your... Um, yeah, I feel most comfortable at my like bare at my like. You do extractions with exactly. Your hands as yeah, well, where some people use tools. Yeah, exactly. So um, I think RMS is. I mean, Rosemary Swift has made an amazing product, and it's no surprise to me that her product has become more popular, and I'm seeing it in more stores. I mean, RMS is an anthro, I'm pretty sure. Um, anthropology. Um, what else? That's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, Blue Mercury's. Um, I don't know if she's in Sephora, but... No, she's yeah, not. The thing I will say about RMS is you have to kind of try it out because it is formulated by a young coconut. It's uh, coconut oil. Um, but oh, that's why it's so hydrating. Yeah, but I remember Rosemary Swift's sort of philosophy behind that. She uses like a very specific coconut that it's I, I believe is on the younger side. Um, so it's not commodogenic. It's more just like because I that's a, probably one of the number one questions I ask my clients or they ask me like, what do you think of coconut oil for the face? And I have kind of mixed reviews. I think it works for some people, but generally on the commodogenic scale, coconut oil can actually really congest your pores and it doesn't really absorb very well. Um, so Rosemary's, yeah, Rosemary Swift developed like a super, I feel like dialed in use of coconut oil um, that has really enabled her makeup to feel like I mean it really kind of feels like you're not wearing anything and it's amazing which everyone promises but it doesn't feel like exactly yeah and I think that that is a beauty trend where people are taking such good care of our skin that we don't want to cover it up in the same kind of way Mm -hmm. but I also want to fully admit that I have hardly done any skincare for like two to three weeks but for me that still means maybe one mask a week Mm -hmm. It means, you know, exfoliating once and still putting oils at least once a day. But it means I'm not doing a nightly routine and I might not have even washed my face, which is sort of ridiculous because I have these products and like it just shows that even something that you're super passionate about, like you can let stress kind of like eat that part of your life. Totally. And I wanted to admit that. Yeah. Well, I think that's like. A great bigger conversation um for example like me you not using products for the last week for a few days like felt so amazing the fact that I didn't have to like take time. x amount of time to like and I'm passionate about this I've been doing this since I was seven years old literally mm-hmm. I've been like having a crazy routine since I was seven but it just felt so freaking good to like not even think about it that way and just let my skin fully breathe and I don't even have compared to some of these you know like influencer girls on like Vogue and like into the cut you know it's like holy crap like as a beauty professional I don't even do half amount of those things you know so I still have a pretty simple routine but I think um yeah stress is kind of a thing and I think it's also that bigger like consumeristic conversation about being in the beauty world and products and 
Right. So that's you know? the thing. Like, our show is supposed to be about products. Yeah. But what does that really mean? Like, are we ridiculous for that? Do you think that, like, there's such a notion right now in the beauty marketing world mm-hmm. that beauty products are supportive, invaluable, empowering tools. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that approach. And, like, I love BeautyCon, which very much has that idea as, like, makeup as almost liberation um and you know having the saying you don't need lipstick your lipstick needs you it's like the lipstick is just a tool of your self-expression but at the same time I think there's some like old school feminists who would like sneer at that right and just talk about like the capitalistic consumer oppression of female identified people of course and um I mean, just to like clear the record, I this is something I think about constantly. And, um, you know, I, I've mentioned before, like part of the reason why I got into the doing facials is because I really saw it as like a, I'm super obsessed with accessibility and I want people from all different backgrounds and walks of life to be able to get these like super amazing treatments um everyone deserves that everyone has the same organs covering you know like but um yeah sometimes I beat myself up for it because it's just like oh here I go buying another product whereas like I could spend those hundred dollars and like donate it to Planned Parenthood or like you know it's just like if I kind of categorize it all it is totally I mean it's a industry um filled with tons of marketing and sometimes it works and um you know I think I'm totally aware of that and as a beauty professional I I try to I hope I come across as like this person who doesn't necessarily think you need to spend a lot of money to look or feel really more importantly feel really good you know I just think it's so much about like intention and you know even within my own community friends um what I do is still seen as like something very luxe and one side of that is I love that. I love kind of what that connotes because it is luxurious. It's amazing. I want to feel, I want to make you feel like a... Amazing. Yeah. like And you do. Exactly. But then it's like, the other side of it is like I, so many of my friends, which kind of makes me sad sometimes, have still, you know, years later have never gotten a facial with me. And yet every time they see me at a party, at a social event, all they want to talk about is their skin with me. So I'm kind of like... You know, I don't know. This is what I do. Yeah, like, this is what I do, but I get it. Like, I get, you know. Not everyone can afford it. Not everyone can afford it. Not everyone can afford, you know, a product from Sephora and feel like, oh, man, this is a steal. You know, like, there's not that feeling anymore, which is why I always, you know, there is a hierarchy in products, and I think um, health food store products are just as amazing. They might not be, like, as full of a range, you know, but if you're on a budget talk to me like I am that's most of us you know it's only now that I'm like semi few years into my of course of course but it's like it's I see it as my job and duty to know like all aspects so like totally we're gonna talk about uh, a German skincare line medical beauty research that Mm -hmm. literally has a two thousand dollar serum is that disgusting absolutely um and then there's like a rose water toner that you can get from lessons that's six dollars that I honestly is just totally. as amazing to me. But is Do you it know really? I mean? Like, yeah. in terms of the results it produces? Yeah. yeah. I mean, 
I think what's important about sort of like more basic products, it's like it's the foundation. You're setting the foundation and everything else, you know, all these sort of super advanced high peptides, anti-aging things are really just extra bonuses. And if you can afford it, great. If you can't, you're not going to die. You right. know, like your skin's not, you can kill Don't it. Don't let it, them convince you that you need it. To totally. And that's what's really cool about, you know, I think everyone's sort of much more informed now and in asking questions like, oh, maybe I can just make it myself. Like, I love that. You know what I mean? So I... True. But now I see from from getting to know you more, mm -hmm. I also see where there's so much science going behind some of these Lux brands. Totally. And so it's kind of like, while I feel that, of course, homeopathic and, you know, natural plant-based mm -hmm. skincare is sort of the root of all of this, mm -hmm. that the, like, technology side of the industry also makes me curious. Of course. You and know, it's, it's kind of like, I don't think you make it at home, you know? Yeah, no, and, you know, that, the science, the clinicals, all that is the stuff that, you know, is gets me really excited right, and I can kind of geek out on and, you know, because it's a whole different, I mean, it, we're talking about chemistry and... Um, organic chemistry and all of these like amazing advances in in really science and medicine. Totally. Um, and that's a whole sort of different world, but you know. So what is that six dollar uh, rose spray? Oh, it's amazing. Can you tell me about yeah, it? Um, you've probably seen it at any Whole Foods or Lassen's, um, any health food store. Really, it's that neon pink bottle. Heritage. Heritage. Yeah. And there's Classic. a few different ones. Yeah, there's rose us. water and glycerin, yeah. or there's one flower petals, which I believe is a combination that of different. That smells like horses. Does but it? I like it. Good so horses. I, yeah, I only, <laughs> I only stick to the rose water, and that's when I literally, some people don't even know what a toner is, and I'm like, start there. And then they're like, oh my God, this changed. Someone literally texted me the other day that this rose water changed your skin. And I'm like, yeah, I believe it. Cause you weren't using anything before. And yet Toner you invested, yeah, you invested $7 into yourself, into this super beautiful, like foundational product that will change your skin. If you just in incorporate it. Yeah, it comes in a spritz. Um, I was, that was the only thing that I was um, really kind of using these last few days when I had that weird reaction. And it's super calming. If you don't know this, Roses um, have the highest frequency of all flowers. Yeah. So it has this like kind of beautiful spiritual component. I love how it feels. Um, and it just feels super good. If rose isn't your thing, totally cool. There's so many other toners available, sp spray toners that are fantastic. I love um, how it's a spray. Folks have asked me, like friends in the store, if I should, if they should get the glycerin one or not. Yeah. So what do you say? I prefer no glycerin. I just don't feel like I need it. It'll feel by adding glycerin to the formulation, I guess it'll add like a, a more molecular weight. Yeah. And it's more, it's another moisturizing factor. Um, but I want the pure, I just want the pure rose water. That's the, the one I typically yeah. use. I yeah. just resonate when I see it, I resonate with it like vibrationally, yeah. you know, like energetically. So I'm more drawn to that. I have seen, they have, like, lavender and jasmine versions of that water. They do. Would those work as toners? Totally. Absolutely. Nice. Yeah. I really need that because one of the products I wanted to talk about today is the Ren Ready Steady Glow Daily AHA Tonic. And this has, like, the tangerine color branding, and it looks like a little bit of a yellow liquid, right? Yeah. 
Um, I saw this on Instagram a lot, like many products. And then I had a gift card to a beauty supply store that I got in December for my birthday. And I saved it until my half birthday in June, at the Amazing. end of June. So I got this. And you can tell it doesn't seem like it, but I've used it a number of times mm-hmm. because you only use a little bit. The first time I used it, I loved it. But I got to admit, like, when we're talking about acids, this has lactic acid to mm-hmm. gently exfoliate, azelaic, azelaic uh-huh. acid precursor to brighten skin, willow bark to encourage cell renewal. Um, like, what do you think of those ingredients? And knowing my skin, mm-hmm. would you think these would be good ingredients for me? I do. I actually like the lactic for you because it's a little more gentle than, like, a glycolic. glycolic. My skin really likes lactic. Um, what is funny, the willow bark is kind of, that's funny because that's like Thayer's, you know, like, or that's actually that's, no, that's witch hazel, but willow bark is often used to combat acne. Oh. So in my head, this sounds like if you were to use it, did you feel like it kind of, you needed to really moisturize after? Oof, it's just, it burned me. Yeah. But the first that couple times surprise it didn't me. burn me. Yeah. And then it just kept burning the shit out of me. And I was disappointed because it's funny you bring up the rose toner because that's basically the only toner I've ever used other than It Cosmetics um, something like their toner, which feels super light and brightening, hydrating. Um, This, I did notice my skin looked good after a couple days, Mm -hmm. but especially with increased sun exposure, I think like I'm I'm scared to use this product ever but it disappoints me because you also recommended another exfoliating product, mm-hmm. um, the, what is it called, lather, Yeah. papaya enzyme, mm-hmm. AHA. So I'm like, what the hell is AHA, and I, why can't I use it? All Everyone uses it for beautiful skin, but it makes me too yeah. irritated. Uh, acid, so there's alpha hydroxy acids and beta hydroxy acids, and... Um, so it's really just kind of broken down into like salicylic acid versus lactic and glycolic. And uh-huh. so let's see. I'm going to just borrow this really quickly because did you say that? Oh, for example, so like the lather one, what I liked about that one, it was a cream AHA cleanser. Yeah. But what I liked about it was that it felt super gentle. It is much gentler than yeah. this. And toner. it's also a different formulation. Like that was a creamy cleanser. This is just like. I mean, this is liquid, you know, so you're going to get more of, like, an impact. Um, So, uh, shake it. I'm shaking it. Yeah. Um, Oh. Can I spray some of this? Oh, it doesn't really smell anything like it. Oh. Can I spray it? No, I can't. I don't think it'll make it. Yeah, try it. Oh. It makes that cute little pump noise. Pump noise. I don't know if you can hear. I me. love a pump. Um, no, yeah. No, no, so no. this is more. You definitely didn't recommend this product to me. No, either. no, 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 no. But, but the I'm cleanser. I also like. I started using that more than ever, and I think it's good for me. Yeah. But but um, did you also feel like it wasn't really doing much? Because no, I it makes me too red. Interesting. And I do think it does a little, but not much. Yeah. I think you get more sun exposure than what you think. I actually think you're outdoors kind of a lot. So I think I, I am, too. Yeah, so I think maybe for you, it's like the AHA, BHA stuff. You're it's just too much. Once a week, max. Or max. once, once every 10 to 12 day. days, 
Mm-hmm. What's funny is I sit at a computer all fucking day, but at the same time, no, you're outside. I a lot. get out, which yeah. is beautiful. Honestly, I took the lift last night, and the driver told me that I was the epitome of a Southern California girl, and that I looked darling and sun kissed. Oh, that's amazing. You yeah. do. I mean, he didn't, just so everybody knows. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, what other products do you want to tell me about, Andrea? What are your picks? This is the Amez edit. Yeah, so I brought in this other product that I think is really fun that I've sort of talked about. This is the Aqua Reveal Satin Bright Soft Water Peel. Ooh. And it comes in this, like, top, and you do, like, a pump. Um, and basically what it is, it's pretty cool. There's a body version and a facial version. This is the facial version, but it's a water peel. So you do like two pumps uh-huh. and then basically you can try that. Um, what it does is that it binds to the skin. So it's like a gel uh-huh. and it gomages. We use sort of a more professional version of this at Skin Worship during our facials. Describe gomage to people. Um, gomage is a dry exfoliation. Uh-huh. So when a product... You could gomage essentially, like if you take a exfoliation uh, product and put it on your skin without having any water or moisture, you're gonna get a really nice deep exfoliation. So that's what a gomage is basically. Cool. So what this does, this water binds to the skin, and then you start to see all the dead skin just. Oh fall my right god! Off. Wait, you said this happens right away. Mm-hmm. And you could see it. I'm, I'm literally so much skin. I know. I'm literally doing it on my hands right now, and it's so awesome, and it's so gratifying. And what's amazing is that it's just super gentle. It's clean. I got this at, um, did I get this at Detox Market? I think I got it at, um, Shouts at Detox Market. Never been there. Credo. Never been there. These are the high and Mm. luxury natural stores. Yeah, this is. I don't think I go mushed, right? (laughs) This is, I think, maybe like 40, around 35 to the $50 $50 bracket. This seems gentle, honey. It is. No, and that's what's great. It's like I'm always looking for things that are obviously effective, but I always um, sort of err on the side of caution. Satin bright wa- soft water peel. And it does, you do feel it. Texturally, you're like, oh, this feels lighter. Um, you've so you got dead rid of skin. Some of oh, that yeah, for skin. sure. Um, Smooth, bright, and exfoliate. Super lightweight and Feels really good and also is a pretty good size product. Exactly. I've had that probably since February, March, and it's lasted me a good while. That's the thing. It's like with natural products, if, although they might outside feel expensive, or yeah, that's a good point. Sometimes with Sorry, natural I products, I don't know. Sometimes with um, expiration dates, you have a tight window, like three to six months max. Um, but this one looks like it lasts. Yeah, see, this is six months, so I should probably use this within like the next Honey, two or three let's months. Step into the I bathroom. know, right? But this <laughs> Where is all Margo's this is, gonna get it. I know. I I can do it for you guys. Yes. Um, this is a great Go product. Yes, for summertime because it's water and it just feels super super yeah, light. I like how it feels. It weirdly also feels kind of hydrating, and um, it's just a great you know like before an event if you're this putting on makeup. Like, totally like for someone like who only this would wants be, to use exactly one this or would two. be great for you. Right. Kind I of maybe we love acids, but maybe just take a break during the summer months, which right. is what because I don't think I've ever peeled. A, oops, just besides whatever peels you've perhaps put yeah. on me. Yeah, um, yeah, and you don't really need it. I just honestly, I'm again, I sort of treat my skin as like a test dummy of things, but um, as you should, keep yeah, it going. it's keep it going, you know. So it's like I kind of just if it goes wrong, I have to 
Deal with it. Deal with it. What do you have there? Um, okay, so big news. I got my first rose quartz roller mm. ever this month. Amazing. Can you believe it took me this long? Well, I figured you would get a really, really good one. Okay, yes, I did. I got this rose quartz roller from Shock Rubs, and it has the traditional, like, the wider rose quartz roll at the one side, and then mm-hmm. on the other it has... Like, one that's about half that size that I feel like you use on, like, your eyes and, like, the inner, like, the smaller inner contours corners. of mm-hmm. your face, mm-hmm. right? And also, isn't this luxe that it's, like, some sort of quartz as it's handled, too? It's so So when nice. you feel it, like, it feels like an energetic tool, which isn't a surprise because it's from Shock Rubs, which most people know as a crystal sex toy company. Mm. Um, have you ever seen Shock Rubs? Yeah. Um, like Through when you. I, right. When I first started working at Playboy, Vanessa Cuccia, who's the founder, was nice enough to give me a, I think they call it the Zaga model, which is literally, a. it was the first dildo I ever owned, and it was made of obsidian. Wow. Oh. 100% obsidian, and it supposedly was, like, really good at releasing trauma mm-hmm. and, like, I wasn't necessarily seeking a tool with that in mind, but right. then I'm like, definitely could use it, right? Like, just clearing of the area, absorbing negative energy, um, helping with excessive emotions and passions. So I found that, like, tool so nice. And it's funny because if you go to a crystal store, there's so many wands, right? So it basically just looks like that, but don't try to just fuck yourself with any crystal because yeah. it could break <laughs> um so yeah shock ribs uses such nice quality stone and i feel like i, I trust it as a brand to like ethically and sustainably get this kind of stone mm-hmm. because or crystal rather um because I, some of them are like i don't want to know i don't want to call them plastic but i'm sure that like there's a hierarchy of crystals with these tools totally well i'm so glad you got one um thank you it feels so nice it has like a really nice weight to it that's how you know that it's good quality so the reason why um i think you waited for the perfect one because right when this kind of started blowing up and hitting the market oh the most annoying thing ever because they were all totally fabricated made in china you know and they would literally break like Every right. time I ordered one, they would break after a week. So it's really nice to know about... Um, a well-made sh- version. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, at this point, yeah, with gua sha tools, and, which is what you gave me, which yeah, I love. Yeah, so I give you the Chakra's uh, Rose Quartz Gua Sha, which it basically, look, how would you describe it? It looks like a piece of a, a oh, leaf, yeah. but crystal. Well, it, also, it almost looks like a, like a, like a surf wing. Like a, totally. on a surfboard, totally. And probably botch that. That's really embarrassing. Um, but it also kind of know enough to mention. I know. It, um, it kind of looks like a little like you have a tube, surfer tube. fiance. It's true, I do. Um, <laughs> yeah, it looks like a shark's too. So there's like the ribbed edge for everyone who has one is like I don't. I get this a lot. Like I bought one, but I don't know how to use it. Hey, there's amazing YouTube content where you can just see it tutorial super easily but just remember what i tell people is like what goes up must come down so what's great about gua sha is lymph flow and even with your roller Mm -hmm. like you're gonna notice these tools even if you do it 
I mean, I think it's best to be consistent, but I, even if you were to do it twice a week, you're going to notice slight differences over time. Puffiness is a major one, and that's why yours is so good, because you can really kind of get in those inner corners. And what should I be doing? Just going over the puffiness or like yeah. under my eyes yeah. and above my eyes? My above my eyes gets more puffy than below. Yeah, then honestly get in there. And what I would do is keep that in the fridge to keep it nice and cold. Ooh. I haven't done that yet. And you can do like a hydrating serum. Yeah. Well, or a hydrating mask or an ooh, oil and really kind of work it, it in. So Any mask, really. A mask? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm well, a that. clarifying, purifying mask is probably going to dry up, so it's not going to feel fun. But like a hydrating yeah. mask will, would feel super good. I would love that. I love hydrating masks. I need more. Um, I have used this with, I so I finally bought an product from the ordinary Mm because it's so ridiculously cheap um so i got the hyaluronic for six dollars from the ordinary i use it all the time you do yeah so what is the difference between because some hyaluronic serums i've seen are like four hundred (laughs) dollars so what is that major difference like between the six dollar you know i haven't really been able to figure it out i mean i think um and I'll just mention this one because I used to um, work for Osea. They have a beautiful hyaluronic serum. And that one, I think, is like $88, um, And it's a different formulation, but I think, I guess it, it, it must come down to quality of I, either the hyaluronic acid. But what's so funny is I look at the contents of, like, the ordinary hyaluronic, and it's, like, super clean. It's super great. And then you see these... Um, other serums that are like so expensive and they have nearly the same ingredient deck so what's again why i'm such an ordinary pusher is because it's basically there's they have no other competitors because they're putting out these products that are literally not marked up and i think that it just these other serums that are just so crazy expensive just kind of reveal the crazy markup that's within the beauty industry you know it's pretty crazy um and you know with like osea it's like they put seaweed in there in their formulation like nice. obviously the ordinary Hydrate. doesn't have yeah, yeah the ordinary doesn't have seaweed um but you know it's like for seven dollars i mean we use it all i use it all the time in the um treatment room I for people that. who have like sensitive skin or if i kind of just want to amp up their hydration i feel like with the rose quartz roller i love it for like sinus pressure Do yes you think that makes sense of course there's all these... it's like the tool I never... If I had ever thought about it in that context, I would have ordered it immediately. Because it feels like, even right here mm-hmm. on my forehead, it feels so, yeah. like, tense or something right You can here. feel, like, when I do... I've, I've done gua sha on you, and I feel... When I do gua sha on certain people, I can feel literally like I'm raking out, like, tension and knots. So right, I, I can, feel it. Yeah, the roller's really good for that, Freaky. too. Um, I was really blanking, but really quickly back to, um, the hyaluronic acid. Um, I think the one that you're probably referring to is the Barbara, Dr. Uh-huh. Barbara, um, Strum. Yeah. Strum. <sighs> Strum. I always want to, I know I always want to call her Strum and that's why I had to Google because I literally <laughs> mix it up every then, single time. And then I did it for you. <laughs> Um, but those are $300, and people ask me all the time about that product, and I just don't have the heart to tell people to get it. Also, hyaluronic is so light in nature that, um, right? Like, I'm because this is the first hyaluronic I've ever had of my own, and it's so light. Totally. Weight, and, like, 
almost juicy. Like, I like how it feels. It yeah. feels very bubbly, juicy, and, like, quick absorbing. But for me, that kind of constitutes a lack of desire to really invest in that because it doesn't feel like... Well, it's I don't simple. Know. Like, yeah. I, I don't have any creams right now, and it's summer, so I think that's okay. But I re- recognize that I really need to, like prepare with some creams you're gonna love this then because our friends yes at youth to the people shout out to matt brooks yeah um matt i don't know you but i want to oh no you you (laughs) met we'll all um meet each other at the we met virtually or we met outside of the beauty con pop-up that's who we ran into, my oh, friend. Oh, hilarious. Yeah. BeautyCon, we I are know. with you. We also went to the pop-up, but we, oh, what did we purchase? We purchased something. But yeah. When we realized it was just a store, we also were like. An act, it was a okay, activation gotta, yeah. site. Yeah. yeah. Which we did have, we did take some Luckily, really we saw photos. I know Matt. <laughs> um, so, this kale and spinach green tea hyaluronic acid mo- moisturizer. Oh, so it's in the cream? Yes. Oh, so, this God. will be great for you, like. You know, I'm all about, aside from everything that I preach about, like, use your oils and your serums and your moisturizer. I'm also, at the end of the day, it's the, like... The mega product. Yeah, it's like whatever feels good for you. If you feel like your skin doesn't need a moisturizer and your skin feels super balanced and not dry and not... Then don't okay. put one on. Yeah, it's like really simple. Well, oh my God, this is feeling good. It's, does it feel really good? When I, on my fingers, it felt so lightweight that I couldn't imagine it would feel hydrating enough. Mm-hmm. But then it really does. I like how my skin feels. Yeah. It feels extremely hydrating. It almost feels like kind of jelly. Yeah. Like a gel, almost like air whipped cream. Kind of like the Bellif, which I use in the past. Uh huh. But I prefer how this is more creamy. But this is kind of similar to the Tatcha texture, too. But Is it? I don't know. I don't think I would buy... I, I love the Tatcha Dewy Skin Cream, but mm-hmm. I feel like it's almost like a makeup product more than a skincare product. Yeah. Do you people, know what I mean by that? People love that. I remember I was, like, sampled that stuff, like, so long ago. And um, I think the product... Don't people freak out over the rice enzyme powder? Yeah. Yeah. I believe it, but I that's so funny. You nailed it. That's how I feel about it with me, too. It feels more of, like, a makeup thing, which is, like, fine. But I also love but that, I love so that. I want it all. No, I Like, know. I really want to try more of their line, and yeah. it's so beautiful looking. And I follow the founder on Instagram, like, a little creep. Like, I just want to know what Vicky, I think her name, is up to. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's so funny. But formulation-wise, you're not, like, over the moon about the creams, or you just don't know? No, I would. No, I. I'm into it. No, I'm into the line. It's just um, like visually and ethically, I'm just not. I guess I just I like to know so much about the company, and that's like my personal thing, you know. And I just don't feel like I. I don't have that connection with them. It's not. It's by choice, though. You know, it's just like I've chosen to not. Maybe one day Vicky will come on here with us. Oh my god, that would be amazing. We'll have a connection. I love that. Are there any other Youth to the People products yeah. that you love? So what's great about uh, Youth to the People is um, everything's made in California. Um, and they're... Like us. I know. Their offices are in the Arts District, which is really cute. Um, I love... I love. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I just love that. Like, I love that there's a company that's, like, in it and you can go. They're, like, in development, always working on new products. Um, and then I guess this is, like perfect because this is also um the tripeptide 5 vitamin c hyaluronic acid 
Um, and the subline is also a tip. If you really are like, well, what's that mean? Just read the sublines on the box. It's so, so helpful. Right. Um, this is a superfood product that helps to firm and brighten the skin. So um, the key ingredients, which I believe kind of pairs super nicely with the moisturizer that we just talk about, talked about, also has the kale and mm -hmm. the spinach. It has green tea. It has cross-linked hyaluronic acid, lactic malic, and cit citric acid. So that's where the brightening kind of comes in. The citric. Mm-hmm. And, and the malic lactic what you and said malic. you like? For, that you just did a peel Oh, mandelic. Mandelic. I like, yeah, I like mandelic. Yeah, there's so many acids. Um, so, you know, you were, you could use this one to two times a day. I would use it once, but, probably oh, at year. night. Yeah. I mean, again, just because it's so hot and bright right now in mm -hmm. L.A., I would probably just since use it on vitamin the C. less side. Yeah. Um, but I think that this is beautiful nightly product that you yes. can choose to brighten and boost up your hydration. Wait, these are going to change my skin. I know. I really think they are. And, and I also The packaging use... is so great. It's it is. It's all um, like recycled. It's recycled. Yeah. So we love that, you cute people. I also love that I use this equivalent, like the kale cleanser. Oh, you love it. Like Talk kale, about the cleanser. Apple yeah. superfood. Um, and it's funny because I thought that in getting the cleanser, I would never not wash my face and that proved true for like over a month but then this month it's like not almost gone but the last third of it I would say and I'm like oof it's just been sitting pretty like I'm not using it enough but what I absolutely love about it is that it's a pump that sits at my sink like next to the hand you know mm -hmm. soap so it's like so fucking easy to get a pump like and it's funny ever since I voiced my opinion that cleansing is the most annoying part of skincare I've had so many people tell me that they agree so I'm feeling supported um but I think that this cleanser makes it really easy it also feels very fresh mm -hmm. um it seems fun yeah there's some it's like green and it smells really good yeah. and you need a very little bit I like how creamy bubbly it gets mm -hmm. even though it starts as a gel Oh. So I think that's maybe one of the reasons why this line is pretty good for me. And time will tell about these new products that you're sharing with me because they are like light enough with the gelness, exactly. but then they offer the true hydration of the cream. I love that. Ooh. So what else do you want to tell me about? Should we talk about something I bought from you? Yeah. You know, Andrea is a purveyor of fine products out of her <laughs> outfit at a... Skin worship, right? Do yes. most of your clients buy products from you? Yes. Aha, uh -huh, had to say it. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's awesome because who else better to recommend products? Yeah, and I don't, I don't bullshit. Force like, it, yeah. yeah. Never. Totally. Point of, you know, sales are never really my focus. Um, I, I just wanted to in... expose you as a totally. retailer no, I think so that a... people can buy great Honey, products. Honey, I worked in retail for so long. <laughs> like, I know, I'm. trust me, I could. I know all the tricks on it, but, at, you know, it's like my job to really tell people what I really think they need. Totally. You know? So I'd stick to that. So this is the Crystalline Essence. It's a gem elixir. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people would say, hey, I want whatever that is. But what is it, yeah. right? Like, what is a gem elixir? The contents are distilled water. Okay. But then the vibrational energies, which is also, they're also listed. Fluorite, hematite, hematite, mm -hmm. 
malachite ruby and turquoise Mm. and i opted with your advisement and also the true sense of my core i opted for the self-worth formulation and it says to add one to three drops to at least four ounces of water daily or as needed stir five more times clockwise to structure then drink with intention Mm -hmm. so I'm absolutely loving this product. You can see I'm not quite halfway through, but I'm definitely using yeah. it regularly. Um, I think the skeptic in the room, let's just say it's Margot, but I don't think she actually is a skeptic, um, is thinking, well, it just contains water. So, right. like, you spent, like, $18 or so on a very small vial of distilled <laughs> water. So what does it mean for something to contain vibrational energies? So the woman behind this, we've she's amazing. Um, she's a by profession nurse, but she's a vibrational therapist and she works out of Sedona, Arizona. Um, and so she is, she has a gift. She's um, has a connection with, a higher power and so this is kind of what inspires a lot of her work and she does hydrosols and this and these gem elixirs but she basically um, formulates with different crystals and gemstones um, charges them and then formulates them to help basically with your spiritual bank account and right. um, you know I think I used to be the biggest probably skeptic and hater you know um, what is this actually going to do for me? But I really, I mean, first of all, you have to kind of be open to the mind of, of gems having this vibration and power. And again, with the something that's formulated by a person with beautiful intentions, then you have to, it's a relationship. You have to hold those intentions for yourself as well. So I think, you know, for the skeptics, it's like, are you going to get results from this? I don't know, but if you get five minutes of peace and serenity, or for you, if it's helped you feel more valuable on a day-to-day basis for two minutes, don't you think that's worth it? As a talisman of that value or intention. It's worth it. It's worth it. Because trust me, it's like, I don't, I'm not going to say that this is going to, you know, we have one that's like anti-anxiety, isn't it? You know, it's like, it's more about those like little moments in the the pauses of life where you have these like seconds and minutes of bliss, like that's worth it to me, you know? So it's like, there's so many people who um, kind of work in this spiritual formulaic way. And I like really admire it because I do think it, that gift is really, so I I think these certain people are selected by like a higher power. So it's like a bigger spiritual thing. Alchemists. Totally. And um, Gina's one of them. There's another... Um, Gina from the Crystalline Gina Cavell. Essence. Yeah, Crystalline Essence. You can go to crystallineessence.com yeah, if and you're interested. We just, um, at Skin Worship, we carry a lot of um, her gem elixirs. We have uh, breath repattering, self-worth, forgiveness. Um, and it's really just to kind of lead you in the right direction. Just think of totally. it as like a boost for your... For your brain and your heart. But also, you know? um, Vanessa Cucci at Chakrabs, like when you look at her website, she t- which is you know the facial rollers and gua sha tools, mm-hmm. she says crystals have perfect molecular structures that have positive effects on our electromagnetic fields. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's like that's the holistic nature of your practice, right? Is like actually caring about someone's energetic field totally. along with their um, 
yeah, and it's, acid mantle. <laughs> I mean, totally. I mean, it's like I have to think. I'm when I see someone, I'm thinking about the science. I'm like, okay, what is this top like? This person has cystic acne. Okay, we got to extract and use some salicylic. You know, it's like I'm thinking about that, and then I'm thinking about how they're feeling today emotionally. Are they completely weighed down by how they're feeling on the outside? Right. You know, so it's like I look at everything, and I think that's where the value of what I do really goes up. Like not even monetarily. It's like I yeah, just you know, your we practice. of course, and we give so much. And then having products like these really aid that and help kind of catalyze it. Um, you know, when I I went through a pretty deep depression in college, I was very sick, and um, I did everything to avoid to get on meds. Basically, my mom's a nurse; she didn't want me on meds. Um, and when I saw my therapist, I think with it was like within nine or ten minutes, I had been given a prescription of three different medications because mm-hmm. I was, you know, severely depressed. Yeah. Quotation marks. Um, I I looked into everything for me. Like Bach remedies was like a really huge um, tool for me in my life. What you is could, that? Bach remedies is um, super old school. Um, you can go to Whole Foods. It's right under the like Boyron homeopathic medicine um, and Bach was a practitioner at Flower Remedies. So it's flower essences that oh, are meant yeah, to yeah, yeah. help really aid in specifically like depression, anxiety, or if you mm-hmm. have any kind of, you know, insomnia. And you can create your own formulations. Totally. Yeah. So it's like flower essences. They have essences. that at Whole Foods? They sure do. Oh, They've had know. that, gosh, I feel like I first encountered, I was probably like in high school. So like I looked into that and then that led me to Alexis Smart, who is a Bach practitioner. So, you know, you have to, you know, these people, like, really study it, and there's there's chemistry, yeah. and there's kind of, like, again, that, like, spiritual formulaic power, and Alexis has these beautiful flower remedies, um, and she stu- studied, basically, Bach is kind of, like, the curriculum, you know, and right, so she, right. like, kind of took it in her own way. Yeah, and so when I was working for Cat Beauty, I was able to meet her, and she just, I mean, we did a consultation, and it was probably 20 minutes in the store, and she just hit every, like, spiritual, emotional key point that I was going through. And she, her um, formulations really helped me too, you know. That's so um, cool. It's really, really cool. So it's like alternative, but I, it's what I think of these kind of products that are more spiritually, energetically inclined. It's like, it's honestly just like a physical manifestation of the reminder that like you really have to put in the work in this life and really kind of focus on yourself it just like brings out that to look inner, at your vibration of yeah and well so many things contribute yeah to and that, the things right? that you need and what your body is telling you and um you know even if you don't feel like it might not save your life but it might make you feel really really good for five minutes and that's worth I it love you know those good. moments yeah totally. everyone should, everyone has that right it's like the most amazing universal right that we all should experience and right. so if some flower essences can help me in that instead of, like, a Xanax, then I'd love to get down with the flowers, right. you know, and, like, that's, you know. Yeah, so. and everything works for everybody. And exactly. also for somebody who might need um, or really benefit from depression medicine, they might still benefit from flower essences, Yeah, no, that's essences, what I'm saying. Right? I mean, my, I, gosh, half my family, I have schizophrenia, um, bipolar disease in my family, and, like, there is no... My mom's an art, like, I 
believing the power of medicine and pill. Totally. Like no pill shaming. Um, but what I'm saying, this can even... Because the, the oh, yeah. world gets yeah. a little freaky. No, of course. But it's like... <laughs> yeah, it, it is what it you, is. Yeah. You know what I love is weed. And I wanted to share some of my favorite weed products with mm. you. Which I bring up because um, I think this helps with my energetic being. But Amazing. you know, what's so funny is that... Am I the only one? But I had... I totally Googled, like, last year something, like, does, like, does marijuana harm your energetic hygiene? Or, like, spiritual hygiene, I mean. I love that. You know, because I was super curious, like, am I, because I intuitively, in terms of what I felt, I've always felt that, like, weed has been, like, a super supportive thing in my life. And Mm -hmm. the times in my history that I feel it hasn't been, I have, like, chilled and not really, you know, like, I went through a period of not really consuming, um, and, you know, years ago, but just kind of, like, having an awareness of that, right? And then I think the answer that I found really interesting was someone saying, if your energetic frequency, if that field is, like, higher than the weed you're consuming, Mm -hmm. then it's, like, not going to make you feel better to, like, consume, but if your energetic field is lower, um then you're going to feel better to consume. Um, So that's interesting. I don't know, just for people who are curious about your stoner habits and um, vibrational being as a light worker on earth, uh, something to ponder. But I think one thing that makes me feel good with like, I mean, the state of the weed consumption market is so weird yeah, with like you know so many products so well yeah and i went to mendocino this year like a couple months ago and um saw some big cannabis grows mm-hmm. cannabis distributors packaging like i went through the full farm to factory experience and what i loved about being up there is getting such beautifully grown weed for cheap because it doesn't have all of the pro the processes of the distribution and the middleman and like all of that um so so that was really fun there was a lot of like delicious flavors like rainbow skittles Mm. and like uh also outdoor consumption lounges um which was really fun because you're in nature um but at the same time it is also awkward because while many of these companies have built-in social responsibility components it's really hard to tell at this point in the industry what companies actually are socially responsible. Um, but, yeah, so I think you can, you know, and it's also, I'm not one to say that just because a company is X or Y doesn't mean they actually are socially responsible. But, um, like, Lowell Farms, for example, is a company that I really love their products. They're kind of packaged as an old-fashioned cigarette box. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. They have, like, a lot the of, like, inside. Um, like, gummies, right? Like, gummy candies, too? No? No. It's more like smokes. Like, we got smokes. Okay. So we're Cali. Okay. And we smoke. And then um, they have, like, justice and equity programs to, like, hire people who are formerly incarcerated from the cannabis, you know, because of weed um, and, like, giving them opportunity in the cannabis space and, like, privileging diversity in their workplace. But at the same time, like, just because someone says it doesn't mean, you know, like, as, like, a consumer who literally loves going to, like, all of the 
press events and like getting my weed and just experimenting with, you know, because we're talking about products. I love products. I so I love seeing like the product, you know, line emergence of the industry, but just weird. Anyway, Loon is a brand that I also really like. And I, yeah, well, another thing about Lulz is that it's in, it's introducing the first cannabis cafe in L.A. Um, is it? It's going to be like a rooftop thing in West Hollywood. It, it, it launches September 1st, so I'm definitely going to go. Um, but it's just the type of thing where you have to acknowledge that, like, some people aren't looking at that as, like, a beautiful growth of product space in the health and wellness <laughs> industries, and they're looking at it it is like a white supremacist like capitalist sector that is like overtaking an industry long populated by people of color working in the margins you know so awkward wow. right yeah really that's like really complex so i don't in a know lot of ways. in west hollywood please let me know what you think oh, wow. yeah like should i not go <laughs> should i, I will go? go with you yeah okay good. people don't know <laughs> this but i smoke weed everybody yes. like pretty much i i'm like a you like, I like to talk before bed. Yes, I love indica. Ooh, Up until too. recently, really. I never understood the kind of weed that really vibed with my body. And then I just realized that, like, sativa just made me... Weird. <laughs> and feel... Sativa makes me feel really dumb. Really? Yeah. Like because I, I feel think like a lot of people feel the opposite, I, but that doesn't mean your experience isn't totally real. Yeah, I feel like I can't complete, like, a sentence. Because you're well. like... Yeah. And, like, distracted and, like... Just doing a million tabs at once. Yeah. I don't... Not of acid. like But I love a great hybrid, too. I love hybrids. I think that's your best bet. So... I went to a brunch for this company, Loon, and it was really fun. My friend Laura, who hosts the Babe podcast, um, she invited me, and her friend, Nitty, is actually the founder. I thought it was awesome. I saw some press that she did that was saying it's not something she emphasizes in the company's identity, but as someone who's gone to so many weed events, um, it was cool to see a female founder. It's not that common, and also... um, an Indian woman at the helm Amazing. of the business um, because it is a pretty white space and it is definitely a, a male-oriented space. Um, but I feel like she's just achieved such a high-end but accessible product. Uh, we're looking at the vapes right now. Aren't they cute, Maya? They're so cute. Um, so I brought three in. You know what's funny is, I, of course, I got some of the products at the brunch, which was amazing because the vape was in my, like, utensils for the meal, and I was, like, the only one hitting it for a while. But then people <laughs> were hitting theirs, too. Yeah. But I'm like... Come on, you're inviting this. Is this the CBD one? Yeah, so okay. Andrea's about to hit the Pina Dream, which is a 3 to 1 THC to CBD. And the flavor is Juicy Pineapple with hints of herb. Do you like how it tastes? It tastes super good. Um, and it looks kind of like a yellowy-orange, super sleek, disposable um, vape. It's really like... Because, you know, some vapes are a little bit larger, two-component... Um, this is super, super sleek, no maintenance, nothing for you to do. I really like the Desert Gold, which is a sativa-leaning hybrid of mango and peach. It tastes delicious. We're not going to let 
Andrea hit this one. Yeah, and then oh uh, <laughs> I'll get too relaxed. I um, like the cloudberry. Sorry, what? No, can you, are these refillable? Like, no. They're not. So this thing. is for one time or one. Yeah. Whatever like the lifespan I, is. So I purchased okay. these. Okay. Um, after really liking the Desert Gold, uh-huh. which I also have really enjoyed the joints of Desert Gold as well. And honestly, I crave smoking. I think it's like I crave, I don't smoke cigarettes all the time, but like because I've smoked weed so much that mm-hmm. like, I like at this time of day, like I'm like, I wanted to smoke weed before this podcast, <laughs> even though I had all these vapes just because I like smoking. Same. But these vapes are really i think they're great for people who are like um not maybe newer or just like less of a cannabis consumer Mm -hmm. and they want like the social thing or they just want one because even though you can't refill it if you're consuming only once a day oh this will last you forever right for me it's not gonna last me forever um but also because i love being super social with it it makes it really easy for anybody to hit it i love the cloudberry which is what i'm gonna Sample right now, it's indica with blackberry and lemon. Mm. It's still a hybrid, but it has more indica. More. Mm. Or more sativa. Oh, more indica. Mm-hmm. Oh, amazing. So I feel like I like this one, too. Right. I feel oh, like I can smell the, it's blackberry. Yeah. Sing the Beatles song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oops, pardon me. There's also a, a soulberry, which I tried at the brunch, but it, I don't have it, which is strawberry and rhubarb. Oh, that sounds um, really good. I love it. It tastes like fresh pie, pie yeah. like sorbet pie. This so is, good. Okay. This one is delicious. You like the cloudberry? I do. I love it. I just think um, it's such so tastefully done. And sometimes when people talk about tasteful cannabis products, I hate it because I think it's like really stigmatizing to like core users, you know, mm-hmm. or like a big demographic. Like, I like SoCal stoner culture. Good. Margo, smells you good, like it? Right? Does it smell better than a heady garage bong rip? <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm trying to say. It's like even though I shy away from like people, you know, really fancifying cannabis sometimes. Some people think by even calling it cannabis, we're fancifying it. But in Mendocino, I learned that marijuana was named that as like a slurish term to like like marijuana yeah because i learned this whole thing which i don't know if it's common knowledge but do you want me to give you the weed history lesson yeah that like i'm not recording any of that so you guys can't even i i was saying this conversation oh yeah you guys can chill and i'm mostly just i'm just recording your little notes oh Oh, okay cool um yeah so if you have if you want to like you know open a product kind of do it more close to the mic okay that's what i was trying to Totally, no worries. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, Marijuana. Okay, so I went on this cannabis tour because the reason I went to Mendocino was to write about weed as a hospitality industry, an emerging, or as you could say, budding industry. And uh-huh. on the bus ride up there from San Francisco, they gave us all sorts of facts, but they were talking about how uh, William Randolph Hearst, who is, like, the newspaper person, right? He, like, launched, I think his first paper was the San Francisco Chronicle, and then he ended up owning, like, a bunch of newspapers by the end of his run, and he's like, continues to have founded, like, one of the most active publishing houses. But 
he didn't want people using hemp paper. So he published on the front page of the newspaper all the time about marijuana, which was like the rename of cannabis to emphasize its foreignness because it was coming from Mexico. So it's just interesting, right? What a fucking idiot. Ew. Um, That's funny because I was just going to say that I only know weed history because of Narcos Mexico. Right. An important show. One of the most important shows of the year if you haven't seen it. Yeah, I really want to watch it ever since you told me. From being from L.A., it's so important. Right. Like, I bet it's good. What we would do without Mexico. Right. We... I mean, we wouldn't be here, right? <laughs> like, this is Mexico, right? Um, yeah, so that's a little... I don't know what other weed facts I learned. Like, I heard a sh- poem by Shel Silverstein about the girl who could roll the most joints, which I didn't uh-huh. know that the Giving Tree author got... I knew he was, like, a bohemian beatnik kind uh-huh. of vibe. I didn't know he got down like that. And... Were you the girl, at, like, at the party who could, like... Even if you were, like, super fucked up or, like, drinking it, like, you could roll the perfect joint? No. Ugh. Not at all. Same. I'm so embarrassed that you brought up the point because it is some, an area of shame. <laughs> like, That's I've, so funny. I've smoked so much weed, but I roll horrible joints, and I rarely do. Me too, actually. And I actually love the growth of the pre-roll market. Oh, me too. <laughs> I can roll a... I had a... Mo- I had, like, a few months when I got really good at it and then I don't know like I can't can't do it that but well but a lot there of my girlfriends like are like loose. are you dumb like literally I, I feel like a lot of my close girlfriends especially people I grew up with are like they can do a wing eyeliner and roll a joint or a blunt with such perfection and ease and that's a testament to the quality of my friends but at the same time it makes me feel kind of like klutzy and unworthy <laughs> I know. Okay, the other cannabis product I really want to talk oh, yeah. to you about, I can't wait to hear about is this. the Kikoko. Am I saying it right? Kikoko, right? Yeah. Okay, so it's cannabis infused. The reason I wasn't sure is because of a, the graphic of not putting any issue on the type maker here, right? But it's like a little different. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, it just is. because the K is backwards, it's, it looks cute visually, but. Uh-huh. Because I thought it could it's be also confusing. Kik Loco. Oh. <laughs> but it's not a stretch. Yeah, it is visually, it does look like two different letters. This is a line of teas and honeys um, with cannabis. Some of them have just THC, some of them have CBD, a lot of them have both. Mm-hmm. The type that I tried first was the Tranquility. They have super cute names. Tranquility, positivity, get it, sensuality, and sympathy. <laughs> um, That's cute. I like the sympathy. Right. I started with tranquility because goodness knows I need it. And so one of the things that the branding pushes is for these products is that weed edibles can have calories, sugars, you know, wheat, gluten, whatever, animal, Uh gelatin, like, all sorts of products. So this is, like, a very healthy way to ingest if you for people who don't want to smoke or vape, you know. Um, In this tea bag that I first tried, it has 3 milligrams THC, 5 milligrams CBN, um, which is another cannabinoid. And 
there's actually like hundreds of cannabinoids and the future of weed is going to be all these individualized cannabinoids like how we have with CBD there's going to be like 50 other cannabinoids that pop off um but also in this tea is peppermint to alleviate pain chamomile to promote sleep valerian root to treat insomnia mm-hmm. lemon myrtle as antibacterial and antifungal licorice root to balance adrenals rosemary as a mood enhancer lemongrass as a digestive and respiratory aid lavender to relax and soothe joint pain and cornflower petals to ease anxiety um so when I tried this first it was a Friday night where I had stayed in after a really busy and exhausting week that's been my mood lately like I've had some social fun times on the weekends but they've been also filled with a lot of like reading going to the movies like eating at a restaurant I love and it's like really good to get some more tranquility so I tried this on a Friday night and I'm the type of person that I can fall asleep whenever even when I have a lot going on I'm not one to have problems getting to bed but I have throughout my life had a problem to stay asleep Um, which just means I'm an early riser and I think that is part of my natural body chemistry, but particularly in the past, I know it did manifest as super anxious patterns where I either couldn't, you know, I, now that I am at a point in my life where I literally do have so many areas of active (laughs) obligation and projects at once, both personally and, you know, beyond, like, I didn't have that much to do to have such an urgency to get up. You know, like, I was a little bit freaky with it. Um, But this, so, like, now that'll come up where I'm just, like, firing on all cylinders all week. And then when it gets to be a Saturday morning, like, I will just get up at, like, 6 a.m. or, like, 6.30 or start reading in my bed at 7 because I'm, like, you know, I just can't stay down. Yeah, you're ready to go. But I think it's good to not always be ready to go um and so I drank this and I slept in till like 9 30 9 45 that's unlike you exactly and I had every you know I didn't need not to like it was perfect right and when I woke up I didn't um feel like hungover like I've never taken sleep a sleeping pill um humble brag but I hear that sometimes <laughs> in the morning it can make you feel a little bit like off. Like and weird. But I think even yeah. sometimes super high-dose edibles can make you feel that way too. So the tranquility doesn't seem too strong um, for someone who isn't consuming cannabis a lot, but who wants to take a deep nap, um, make it a nightly ritual, or use it before meditation. Um I know people have different schools of thought about being stoned and meditating, and I've never been to a stoned yoga class yet, although I, I hope that I do someday, preferably outdoors. Um, but I do think it can be nice to smoke weed and meditate. I'll admit it. I'm no Buddha, but... The other thing I want to say about Kokoko is that it also makes honey. Um, honey so sticks. Cool. And these honey sticks are um, biodegradable. So it's Manuka honey from New Zealand. So you know it's natural and antibacterial. Yes. Um, but it also has cannabis oil. And there's a higher THC version called Buzz that is more like a high. 
Um, and then this one is high CBD and is more for calm. So I'm going to give it to you and see what you do with it. Thank you. Margo is such a, our lovely producer is such a fun um, energy and somebody who I find really delightful. So I don't think she needs this prescriptive tea, but I feel like she's going to have a lot of fun with it. And it's called Positivity and it's caffeinated and it's mint green tea. Um, she's happy. She said, yeah, it says, yes, you will laugh a lot. Yes, it'll blast the blues. So, honey. That's amazing. I'm excited to see what you get into off this one. Um, it has 10 milligrams THC and 5 CBD. Something I want to say is that might sound, for like somebody who likes low doses of cannabis, even 10, they'll be like, ooh, is it high? Mm-hmm. But I want people to keep in mind that CBD naturally lowers the um, strength and potency of THC in the body. So when you see products like that, I kind of think of it as it has five milligrams of THC because even though the CBD is going to have those relaxing non-psychoactive effects, mm-hmm. it's also like taking away some of the potency of the THC. Oh. So if you ever feel like too high, you're supposed to take CBD. And that's why at a lot of cannabis events, they serve CBD water. Oh. So that people Look at can, you. Like, you know keep so it going. much. I love it. About weed? Yeah. I know, right? It's inti- it intimidates me sometimes, so. The industry? Yeah. No, mm. not. Mm. Not the industry, but, like, the I like, scope. Yeah, the scope of it is just, like, whew. Product formulation expert. Mm-hmm. I wish a weed brand would hire me as oh, a, you like, would helper. You would so kill it. I mean, 420 Talent, the casting collective, it's going great, but, like, 420 Consultancy, untapped. Well, there you go. What is this tube? I feel like we are about to do like a lip product face-off. Oh, yeah, that's good. What is your summer lip product of choice? My summer lip product of choice is Papa. Oh, my God. Papa is so iconic and such a beauty kit staple. Can you tell me more about it? Yeah, so Hale's from Australia, and I have to admit that um, my friend Emma... Gave it to me. Um, yes, Emma. Or Emma. But she uh, gave it to me. Sorry, I'm literally putting it on because it just feels so good. Gave it to I'm me. I'm like grabbing it from her so um, that I can put it on. Oh, it just feels so good. It has the most amazing shine. Yeah. Come on, Margo. has got to put a little on her finger and put it on her lips. Um, mm, I like how it feels a lot. It, it's lighter weight than the contender I've brought in. It feels so good. Gives such a nice shine. It's and a it's very great. makeup artist lip balm. Yeah, it is. And you know what's funny is I, um, when I worked for Aesop, uh, uh, all the like Aussie girls would have this, and I loved it because I loved how red the bottle is. Right, also, it's very like, rich red. It's just so cool. But um, you don't see a lot of red beauty products. No, you don't. Um, I just love. I just love the. Min- it's just minimal. It's all natural. It's also really great for um, rashes. Right. That yeah, which is initially patches. why um, my friend gave it to me because I was like... Paw paw ointment. Because I have a rash. I, I was like, what I thought was laundry detergent ended up being actually like a little skin condition. Yeah. Um, And she gave it to me to like use it for that. And then I, I put it on my lips once and I was like, oh no. I'm Does gonna- it have papaya? Looks like it, yeah. Papaya fermented, fresh fermented and a fruit. fruit. Yeah, so those, it probably, 
Well, I'm guessing, you know, if I were to apply You can use it for nappy rash. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's so good. They also have a yellow version that I like this version. This is like you're a real makeup artist. Like you go to Namie's and shop at Real Beauty Supply Store vibe to me. Um, but they also have a new version. Um, of this? That's yellow and it's a smaller tube. It's a little bit more of like a conventional sexy lip hydrator instead of like the ointment thing. And it has, like, I think it's coconut or pineapple flavored. It's, like, tropical. But I just noticed it the other day. I picked it up and was like, oh, this is pawpaw. That's so weird. So I brought in Laneige Lip Sleeping Mask. Um, you pull- love this. I do. You can tell I do because I've, like, it's, it's so deep. It. Right. I and I literally, like, have so many lip products in my bag right now. And I do use two other... Uh, I use a 100% argan oil lip oil that's cherry flavored that feels like natural plus like drugstore. I'll show you. You're gonna quickly re- reveal to me. I'm sure that it's not actually natural. <laughs> um, and then I also really like this creamy coconut butter lip stuff I use. But the lip sleeping mask comes in such an adorable pot that's pretty big. It's generous, and I think. That's because it is branded as a mask and not a lip balm. Um, but it's just a strong lip balm. Like, it, I think it looks super photogenic. It's a bit thicker. I like the slippiness of the pawpaw. But there's something about this that almost feels like it builds volume for me. Really? Mm-hmm. Like, underneath, like... Like, not as, like, a plumper, but, like... The sh- thickness oh, of the sheer. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Um, yeah, it kind of makes... It gives a little... But I am in the mood to go to Sephora and buy lip injection lip gloss. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. It I, makes you look so good. I've I, never owned it. I, I'm i like a sucker. I think it's because of when we grew up, but it was right when, like... um, What was that product? Lip Venom? Lip out? Venom by Too Faced, right? Yeah. I'm like such a... Oh, sucker. and that's who makes this product. Does it? Really? Yeah. Oh. Oh, my God. They're iconic. It's, like, two gay guys who are just obsessed with, like, Erica Jane and, I like... didn't... Wait. I didn't know... I didn't know Too Faced was Lip Venom. Crazy. Okay, I'm that makes pretty sense. sure that yeah, was, like, a I visceral childhood yeah. memory. No. But I had never put it together till right now. I used to use... I, I think Too Faced was probably the first makeup line that I started really I getting loved into. It. And I still love them. But I never thought it was going to keep up. Like, around five years ago, like... I don't know, between, like, 2010 and, like, 2014, I feel it disappeared, and they came back so strong. I know. And I use their hangover, um, not just when I'm hungover, because that's so rare of, like, (laughs) cannabis consumed, but I, uh... It's called, like, hangover moisture setting spray, but they also have a primer, and I just... It goes, like, um, so that you... We love your skin even when you don't, and I just think that's, like, super cute branding. That is cute. Um, do you have any other products you think I should absolutely keep in mind as we experience these last month of summer? Yeah, I think... I was going to say months, but if you don't live in California... Near LA, maybe it's not like months, right? I don't know. I mean, yeah, I think there's. I'll name. We should talk about that really quickly because oh, I think yeah. it's like very important because totally. people are seeing this more. So around, so last year I did a body positivity panel for um Year of Ours, which is a cool athletic wear line. 
my friend Alejandra Hernandez at LA herself does with her partner Eleanor and they had like a multi-day activation it's a athletic wear line and sportswear and they had made it extended sizes so um, I was celebrating and embodying my ability to consume their product finally um, and they have like super Barbie pink um, leggings and super cute stuff anyway they had a sponsorship from Hume do you call it that or hum? I call it hum, but I don't. You should call it hum because it has a hummingbird. Yeah. But, like, for me, it's just the thing about products. Like, I swear, I'm an extremely literate person. But, like, I feel like I don't look at products, like, clearly enough sometimes. Like, that's why I'm calling it, like, Dr. Barbara Strum or whatever. I feel like you see the name and you're, like, thinking of the more creative definition behind it. Because I'm high. Um. <laughs> no, but I, I mean. So these, gu- so anyway, I got samples of these gummies, right? Uh-huh. And they're called like glow, glow, glow. Uh, glow sweet glow. Glow sweet glow yeah. gummies with benefits. Um, they have hyaluronic acid, vitamin C and E. Um, they're heart shaped, which is super cute. I swear when I first tried them, they were fish shaped. But anyway, I got some sample. <laughs> Am I tripping? I just ate a bunch I'm of Swedish to, fish. I know. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> I love I... Swedish fish. They me remind too. me of that texture because they're kind of a gummy with some girth. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're not like too melty, but they also still are soft. They taste like a creamsicle or what did you say? Uh, Orange Julius for yes. those of you who went to the mall. I loved mm. going to the mall. I had Orange Julius at my street corner. Um, lucky. I never actually ate it because I heard it had raw egg and it freaked me out at the time. It's like a... Now I'll eat it, whatever. These are cool because they're vegan. Um, but is this a joke? Like, are supplement gummies a joke? It's such a great question. Um, I don't think so. I think they're a kind of playful, like, more creative take on supplements. I also think, like, for me, it's hard because I love sour candy. Like, Sour Patch is my jam. So mm-hmm. anything gummy. It's just appealing. Extremely appealing. And if I can get a little health Kick factor in that, there, right? yeah, I think it's kind of two amazing. Two grams of sugar per serving. So that a serving is two gummies. So it's just one gram of sugar per okay, gummy. Okay, that's, that's what I mainly look at. If it's like the sugar gram is kind of high, should weirdly... Like, it should be pretty low, you It's like know? weed edibles. Like, why do you really want to eat, like... These aren't the areas to get those, like, exciting sugar calories. Exactly. <laughs> so, it's like, I'm not trying... Yeah, like, this. it should be minimal, you know? What's omla fruit? Do you know it? I don't. It has five milligrams of that. We're going to have to look into it. This was $25 for 60 gummies. Do you feel like in the time that but that's a you month started worth. eating them... You notice the difference, or did you notice? I do, just because I have been exposed to the sun a lot. Wearing sunscreen, which I want to talk to you about in a minute, but wearing a lot of sunscreen means that you have to take that all off, Mm -hmm. and that can be an issue that makes your skin not as bright as it looks like in other months. Um, I feel like the gummies, needless to say, I don't think my skin looks like I've abandoned it. Um, I'm, like, looking to Andrea for validation, but... So I would attribute some of that to the gummies. Like, I think yeah. I have been getting, like, good vitamin C and hyaluronic from it. 
Yeah, I love that. I love I love Hum. They have tons of other sub. Their range is pretty large, I think. Um, but you know, they taste really good. I like them. I'm yeah. into them. I love when it's the time of day where I can eat it. Like, like I mean, I we could just eat did. it anytime. Yeah. yeah, I was really looking forward right. to it. I also, I know I talked about a Ren product that is an AHA-based product earlier, but I, before I forget, this is actually the most transformative product I've tried in a while, and it is called the AHA Smart Renewal Body Serum by Ren, and it says it's clean skincare. Do you know anything yeah. about Ren? We love Ren. I love oh, yeah? Ren. Mm-hmm. So this also has lactic acid to exfoliate. It also has probiotics mm-hmm. to strengthen that skin's Barrier. Barrier. And, okay, read this last ingredient because it helps plump and smooth. Let's the see. The X thing. Xyl- xylitol. To xylitol. Help, to help plump and su- smooth. That's interesting because xylitol is like a sweetener. Oh, really? Yeah, I think. They that's... use it in a lot of uh, Korean chewing gum. Yeah. Korean no, chewing it's gum. In, xylitol is the, um, it's like a sweetener and they use it in gum that's so weird yeah so this is this promise promises radiance and when i bought it i actually thought that it was a scrub which i was really excited about like a body scrub packed with aha Mm -hmm. but when i actually i was like no i bought this because it says body serum like that's such a sexy Sexy. wording right Mm -hmm. um so it says it's moisturizing body serum and um I have to admit that I've had a lot of unevenness, unevenness, bumpiness, discoloration on my upper arms, like my whole life and my elbows. And sometimes it's not as severe as others in terms of like just my hydration levels, Mm -hmm. but also with like kind of random tan lines or tanning or all sorts of stuff. Like I've just been used to having redness or bumpy arms. And as a kid, it really bothered me and I kind of just forgot about caring about it. Um, but I looked very pointedly in the mirror at my upper arms the day before I tried this product and, um, to try it. Yeah. And so I've been using it like, I use it all by itself. Like I'm literally going to put it on my legs yeah, where I need put it. it. I put it like a couple times. Um, and I love using it on my whole body because I'm also realizing that part of my like body positivity journey Mm-hmm. Um, if you could say I've had one is that realizing that like people who haven't been taught to like hate certain parts of their bodies moisturize everything. Like I didn't moisturize my stomach till I'm like 25 years old. You know, it's so funny to me, but, um, only funny because oh, of the special. irony of like how much I'm into all the products. So it's so crazy where it's like denying all these different areas, um, the same kind of treatment because they disrupt the beauty standard, whatever fucking bullshit. And um, so it's been really cool to put the serum everywhere and it just feels so luxurious to like, yeah, like to have a body product that feels so um, like active or something. Because I feel like, oh, slap on coconut oil, slap on whatever body lotion, you yeah. know. Um, I really haven't used many like designer body lotions, if you could call it that, yeah. you know. I I love that you brought this up. So you don't rinse this off. This is just a body, it's body yeah, serum. Yeah, so mostly I use it by itself. But then I also, okay, well, one time, you probably won't approve of the cleanliness of this ingredient, but I had a bottle of French drugstore, like, 
from Montreal, just like the drugstore Seven Eleven kind of French baby oil. Uh-huh. And like I had gone to Montreal, realized I left my computer on the plane, oh my and God, immediately I ran that. to buy baby oil and cigarettes so that I could feel. I guess to smell like my mom and dad, honestly, but I didn't realize that uh, psychoanalysis till right now. Um, but just like really comforting smells. And I loved mixing this AHA serum into like a big pile of body oil because I just oh. felt like you always kind of teach me to emulsify yeah. lotions, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which I don't think people really think about still. Yeah, I love that you brought this up. I have always, I'm super into body care too. Um, and it, I feel like it wasn't until later that I realized if I'm treating my skin, my facial skin and neck to all these goodies, the rest of my skin really deserves it. I totally. always have moisturized since I was a little kid and my mom taught me well. Um, but I love that this, so many people get those, um, the little bumpies I like to call them or this exactly. is kind of almost like chicken skin, which is really just, um, it's extra protein. It's uh, mm-hmm. like almost like a keratosis. So, you know, if you guys get those bumpies, which pretty much everyone gets at some point in their life, um, this sounds like it's a great way to maybe help that. Totally. Um, Yeah, if you love to give your body a nice moisture pack, like what Tierney was saying, um, I love mixing body oil with a body lotion. Blend that together and you're going to get like... Moisture pack. Yeah, you're going to get... just a really beautiful glow on your body and your skin will thank you. Like you, it's such a difference. Like it's pretty crazy. Um, and I also would say that you don't have to spend a lot for body lotions either. Like I, I get like a super chill, like organic one from kiss my face or like whatever's Mm -hmm. at the health food store. And then I, I get like a huge jug of jojoba or avocado oil, blend that together. And it's amazing. Perfect. But another brand, body care brand that I really love is Necessaire. Um, oh, I always want to try yeah, that. Yeah, that's like very sexy products. I um, A friend gifted me the eucalyptus body wash and I'm such a, that is one thing I have to admit, I'm like a body wash slut. I love oh body my wash. God. My mom is too. I get that totally from my mom. We've always been slots about body washes. Um, but I wish I no I caress for you girls. Oh, well, there of so, course. Okay, good. Of course, yeah. Like I did all that. Right. Um, but my mom was always super into like bougie body washes, body gels. I um, still don't know if I've had a bougie. I mean, some of the fragrance ones that I probably wouldn't use now, but I have enjoyed. But mm-hmm. like, like high end body care is just peak luxury for me. It's no, an area I'm moving into. Totally. Step by step. Yeah, step by step. I mean, for me, I I was working for a skincare company, so that totally. had a body care range. So it's like, honey, this is your research and development. You know, but know it's like, yeah, but it's like I nice body stuff it's is like the, very the, nice this quality of the fragrance transmits it's, yeah right? it's more like aroma like exactly you know if you get like my organic avocado oil that i buy and like my lavender lotion from whole foods is gonna give me that hydration that i need but it's not super experiential and that's like you know things like this Beauty body serum experience is so key though it, yeah it is so it's like you know if you want to treat yourself this body serum is cute 
I love the Goop Ashwagandha Black Pepper Body Wash oh, as really? well. Yeah, I use that in the morning when I need to feel energized. Yeah. Oh, it's just so good. That one's a little expensive. It's, like, invigorating. It really is. And it's this beautiful, like, maroony brown color. The body washes? Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, I will say I bought a $6 body wash this weekend at Target. And you love and it? And I love it. I bought it because as soon... I mean, we've talked about it before, but Target just has so many beauty products now, so many clean beauty products, so many alternative choices to, like, what we grew up going to grab there, Um, and it's a little bit dangerous, but uh, I treated Target like I was going back to school this weekend. I needed to buy pillows, so then it just was suddenly like, I need... Pillows, body wash, uh, a condom deodorant. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Like... Oh, so what brand did you decor. get? Okay, so it's called Native, which is a horrible name. But it had the same exact branding as the Native Hotel in Malibu. Oh. Which I used to always want to stay at that hotel when it was like a weird Malibu country in yeah. kind of vibe. But then I'm yeah. like, or that's maybe more different. But I'm like, now I don't want to go there. But I don't think it is the same company because I saw it's based in San Francisco. But it was very minimally, but like nicely designed, um, white kind of curved edges bottle like on the medium side like side of things and then um you just flip up the cap you know which was like a very cute way of doing it and it smells like lavender and rose and Mm. I mean what other smells can get me to grab something like how you said vibrationally like I'm just super called to lavender all the time and I saw a meme recently an astrology meme that was like Capricorn's going crazy for lavender so I think it's just something about lavender that helps like really like kind of people who love like labor and focus and like Mm -hmm. I don't know because I definitely am like boho Aries drama glam rising Mm -hmm. but that Capricorn workhorse of it all I am somebody who gets stressed I work a lot like I have a lot of people communicating to me all the time about different things and lavender is just like a reprieve and so this body wash was only six dollars which was so cool but I have to admit that until I it wasn't until I got home that I realized that that was actually a good deal because I just am not someone who's purchased a lot of body washes in general so Mm -hmm. I wasn't I wasn't even thinking six dollars was cheap but it's just so nuts because then I'll talk about like you know the Ren AHA serum body product is probably like 45 dollars and I had a gift card but still like why would I be surprised um, babe, have we been talking for like five hours I or think what? So. Margo, are you, do you want to cut us off? Yeah, this happens every are time. Are we boring the people? Eight, are we boring the people? It's been two hours. Has right? it been two hours already? Not quite yet. Oh. Honey, hey, we're not cutting this, so I hope yeah. you're just along with the ride. Um, sometimes I think I switch my idioms lately. I'm kind of like. I've been trying to, like, clear up how I talk a little bit. Really? Yeah. And the podcast brings it out. I realize that I have, like, a minor... I think it's because my two bottom teeth in the front go in, and it traps my tongue. So I feel like every... Truncated or something. Yeah, five or six sentences, I get my tongue gets caught. I I don't know if it's a stutter, but it's something like that. Yeah, I'm trying to, like... Open, you know what I do to open my mouth? I suck on a pacifier. That's right. But I right. haven't been sucking on it lately, and I do notice the difference. 
Um, also because I do like to smoke weed and stuff, like you can hear there's a little bit of tension in my throat and uh-huh. I go to like these acting classes and some people really do have a very relaxed throat. In terms of like how I talk, I don't know. I kind of love being the boss in this fucking podcast, right? Yeah. Like I know that when I call people sometimes in the sake of journalism, I am like, hi, this is Tierney Finster from The Magazine. You right. Know? And I don't try to fake it, but I just do feel the need to like yeah. really enunciate and yeah. blah, blah, blah. But it doesn't matter. We're smart. And totally. I love, inter- I mean, something that's been liberating about listening to so many interviews back mm-hmm. is just hearing how people actually speak. And you could interview Harvard professors and like, lauded writers and stuff and they still are like 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 uh oh, yeah. you know totally doesn't matter um okay so one question i had i so i follow this influencer chick and <laughs> i say that because i like looking at her content as you say but i also am like so bored of it you know like i wanted to be somebody who got all these free products you know mm-hmm. or just like free anything or who doesn't want to swipe up and have all these followers? But I I think it's like the economy of being an Instagram influencer is really random and weird. And I don't, I think it's going to be like pretty volatile soon enough. So anyway, it's just interesting. But she does influence me. She put up a sponsored post for Pantene's newer um, sulfate-free rose water collection, a shampoo and conditioner. There's also a sulfate-free charcoal and another hydrating formula, but the rose water, you know, I just wanted to smell like rose. Rose shampoo, that seems pretty, like, luxurious when we talk about fragrance notes compared to a lot of other Pantene offerings, you know? Um, And what I like about this set is that they're, like, super big. Like, they're the size of, like, big water bottles, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, Not, like, the full Costco, but more, you know, I don't want to buy a tiny little thing. Um, but I'm just curious because, like, I saw she put the sponsored post and then I saw that she said she still uses it even after the challenge of using it, like, whatever, like, commission thing she was Mm -hmm. part of. Um, and so I use it. I'm still using the shampoo. I just ran out of the conditioner. I didn't buy more of it and yet I liked it. But from your perspective as somebody who I know for sure doesn't use Pantene. Right. Um... Is the sulfate-free thing there enough? Like, are there other, are there still, like, hormone disruptors or something? Like, would you still be wary of such a product? Yeah, I still would. And, you know, that's so crazy. Were you saying that Pantene, this is, like, their first sulfate-free formula, you think? Or marketed as such? Right. I'm not positive that it is the very first, but it's definitely, like... It's a thing for them, right. It's branded as, like, their clean accessible luxury line but i'm just curious based on like the health and consciousness of the ingredients yeah um because i was going to say i used to years ago would buy the l'oreal sulfate free and that was okay that's what i bought instead of that's what i bought yeah what calls it evil it's like kind of metallic yeah 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 yeah. so it's like l'oreal's been doing that for a minute so i mean i'm just with these huge labs and companies, I'm just always skeptical because um, the only reason why I'm very particular about hair care is because I ha- I have a scalp condition that I deal with. And B, you know what takes out the gnarliest stains? I'm talking 
oil, oil paints is shampoo. Yeah. So think about how, if shampoo can take out a car oil stain or, I mean, I'm just going to say this. I still um, bleed a lot um, on my underwear through my... Yeah. whatever I'm wearing, and that's always such a hassle for me to, like, wash right. out the period so blood. Annoying. Shampoo takes it right out. Wow. So if shampoo can do that to oil stains what's and blood, yeah. what's it doing it to your scalp? I don't need something that's so Stripping, strong. yeah. And, I mean, I think it's amazing that it's sulfate-free, but I would look out for... It's not I'm enough. weird about perfumes and fragrances, particularly oh, yeah, because well, they... Gross, so yeah, but... Sure. Um, it's not natural rose. I'm yeah, sure. like perfume rose. I'm just, I've always been sensitive to that. Like, I feel like I get a little itchy, itchy crawly with things that are yeah. heavily fragranced. I wish it wasn't like that, you know? Um, probably let me get away with getting a bigger range of products that I could probably totally. choose from. But um, preservatives, some type of um, preservative, maybe some dimethicones in there. Silicone also. Um but you know, I it starts one step at a time, so I think that's awesome that Pantene is working to market sulfate free. It's important. I just never really like hair care products. Like I previously invested in ooh, I'm forgetting the name, but it's called Juice Bar or like Juice Beauty? Um, no, no, it's not the brand name. They're packaged like superfood green juices. But I don't think it's the B-I-B-R-Brigio. It might be. Yeah, it's that brand. Brigio. Yes. Yes. I saw that Sephora again, like two days. It. Yeah. Brigio, <laughs> Borgio or something. Yeah. 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 So that line was recommended to me and I actually got two conditioners. I got the superfood set and then I got that are literally so beautifully packaged that you just want it where they're like in clear juice bottle packaging that shows the bright green gel and the creamy green conditioner you pour it out like you would a drink from a bottle um super appealing i felt absolutely nothing no notice like you know didn't make it feel anything really and i also sort of accidentally had also purchased the Literally, the uh, like high extra hydrating conditioner. It's more of a treatment, I guess. Uh-huh. Nothing. I felt like it was thin, like lightweight. Sure, it didn't do anything. And I've used that brand styling cream, a sample from Beautycon, and I really liked it. Um, so I don't know. It just like that was one of my first ever investments in just hair care like that, where I was mm-hmm. spending like almost thirty dollars per product. Which made me feel like, fuck this, I'm using Pantene. And that's what I used in Reaction. But now I'm in a place, I'm going to use the L'Oreal sulfate-free but um, conditioner now that I just, because I have it. But I'm curious, I'm going to explore new hair care options for sure. This is my, I have to plug it in because it's amazing. I put it on the list. Um, this is the best stuff I've ever used. Moisturizing hair treatment, paraben yeah. sulfate-free. Mm-hmm. I got What's this at Erwan. It's... Komenuka Beijing. It's Did a Japanese. Did you want to go to Erwan with me after this? <laughs> oh, yeah, well, I'm like getting so hungry. Um, me too. <laughs> love this, you guys. I, I want have that some. Hair cream. <laughs> I have some thick ass hair. Like I have so much of it. It's a blessing. I'm not. I'm very very grateful for it. 
But conditioners are a struggle. I need something that can weigh my hair down, and then I also need something that is really going to moisturize. Right. So it's like, what do I do? So is this your day-to-day moisturizer? Yeah, but again, I only wash my hair twice a week, sometimes okay. once a week. Yeah. So, But this is like, it says hair treatment, but I got this as just a conditioner, and it's freaking amazing. It yes. is the best stuff I've ever used. And it's all, it's crazy because it's super natural. There is like a, maybe like a preservative or two, but like trace amounts. Um, it's just a bunch of oils and botanicals. Um, so impressed. It's like 30 bucks, I think. And I've Not had it for bad. a long time. It looks pretty big. Yeah. No, and it's, it's big enough because it's so concentrated. You don't yeah, need you much. But a little bit. But when you have a wow. lot of hair and thick hair. It is like, it instantly detangles my hair. Oh my God. My tangles now that I have more length. Yeah. The back of my head. It's crazy. Especially because I have fine hair, but I have a lot of hair. Mm-hmm. Now, well, now that I'm um, three years clean of blonde, mm-hmm. I, I have a lot of hair again. and um, But it's so fine that it tangles super easy. Um, yeah, so I'm going to try it that. out. I'm going to go buy it tonight. I'm going to be honest. Um, I'm curious. Did you have one other line that you wanted to tell me about in terms of skincare? Was um, it like the probiotic mask? Yeah. Or? So I um, have recently been super into Allinger, which is an Australian skincare line. And it was started by um, a dermatologist in Australia, Dr. Allison Jameson. And I had the pleasure of meeting um, her daughter, which is she's uh, one of the founders. And um uh, this probiotic mask, man, is so awesome. You might have seen it kind of lurking through Instagram, um, but it's that totally kind of like have. it's that like baby, like Pink, baby blue, blue probiotic mask. I want to try See, it. and blue to me is just so calm. Yeah, I just love blue, and so um, I don't ever use masks that are color. I know, and you know this has <laughs> huge problems. Oh, it's, so it's so pretty. I want it. <laughs> um, has strains of probiotics. I believe there's two strains. And what's it's, the benefit of that? Like at the probiotic skin care. Um, it's cool. Probiotics basically, you know that healthy acid mantle and mm-hmm. barrier I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, probiotics are like kind of directly related to that because it's. Um, you add probiotics into skincare, it basically just helps with all the microflora and the microbiome of the skin, which is basically, it's like skin's, think of it as it's like optimal natural habitat conditions, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So you want the mantle feeling healthy, the barrier super strong. Um, so yeah, it this mask is amazing because I really felt, I used it once and I felt like the, my, inflammation went down quite a bit which again if you think of color principles blue Blue's is going to cancel out red. red yeah so it's just so super calming when really I have nice redness, i'm inflamed mm-hmm. yeah oh, i get inflamed You're, easy i feel like you have a little well you have pink undertones and yeah. then i think um maybe like very very subtle rosacea on your right cheeks. but on you it just looks like cute flush cheeks all these perks I happen to have, huh? Baby doll. <laughs> I, yeah, that's what I that's what I look at it now. I'm like, you know, I this little rosiness. Up, I know, I like it. it's blush. And I hated PE and I felt like I felt like the Ugh. easy assumption was that I was just like too big like felt like I was too big to like be, you know, mm-hmm. fit in front of people or whatever, active. But really, it was more about the redness. I have to be honest. Like, it wasn't like I cared about how my body was moving. I just didn't want to be, like, so fucking red. I know. 
purple. Yeah, I've I'm I get red cheeks when I work out like major and I've always been a huge I sweat so much. So much. Um and I know like everyone says that and like all the girls right. are like I'm so sweaty but like No, I've no. noticed among my friends because I don't think I sweat a lot compared you to a lot don't of my friends. I sweat a lot <laughs> and it's oh gosh, I'm always the like the pictures i'm like why does my hair look my hairline look a little wet or so like, what's your summer like not that you need to like change that per se but how do you kind of manage or address or target like your sweatiness yeah i've i mean i wear the same deodorant that i love the asian tour that's like my favorite and that has been a godsend deodorant for me um, that I love. It's experiential. It's sexy. It's cute. It's like twenty bucks, but it lasts Where a really long time. Where do you buy it at? Nordstrom's now. Nice. Um, all the natural beauty stores, cool. Detox Market, I believe. Cap used to Cap still sells it online. Um, everyone. Um, so I do that, and then basically in the summer when I moisturize, I don't really do the full, um, my usual like nine months out of the year lotion with oil. I just do. Jojoba oil, quick pass, uh-huh. makes uh, you know makes the skin glisten, and I can literally feel my skin drink it. And then loose, loose, flowy clothes during the summer is totally. like my thing. You and do it's wear kinda, beautifully loose clothing. It's kind of like my thing, which is funny. That used to be my like whole kind of vibe aesthetic, and then it's with the grown out. Well, like I love flowy clothes. I haven't bought a bra in probably like seven years, and I just like right. it all out. If I don't have to wear underwear, great. <laughs> I feel the same way. And, like, I it, I know my mom, when she sees me sometimes, trips out. And my other friend, her dad was in town and was basically, like, waiting as though they weren't ready, thinking, like, aren't you going to put on a bra, you know? Yeah. Um, but I was like, mom, peep, like, literally our generation doesn't give a shit about, like, because I think sometimes she wants me to feel more perky but i'm like i don't give a shit yeah (laughs) like i I don't know it's so different it's yeah like just like i mean it's amazing yeah we just wear whatever but um right but you know i like my little like streetwear moments too so i like tight cutie thoughty clothes too which you know yeah but I don't really wear not too much a, of it. Not on a sw- August no. party night. <laughs> I will sweat through that shit so fast. The armpits, oh my God. <laughs> I just, and my crotch. Right. We talked about this last podcast. I have, get so Your sweaty in between sweat. my thighs and my like, it just, yeah, keep it flowing now. And that's what, um, so when we talked about like getting rid of sunscreen, I feel like can you tell me why like exfoliating and cleansing is even more important when you're wearing a lot of sunscreen? Yeah, it's um, you know, depending on what kind you're using, but you know, let's say you're using the like zinc sunscreen, that will over time, and I know this because I see my clients' pores on a magnified level, um, but I can totally see like weeks of sunscreen buildup on in people's wow. pores. So it's like, you know, just stay on top of it. Make sure you rinse it off. Um, I remember two years ago I was in Costa Rica and I was using Raw Elements, my favorite like body mineral mm-hmm. sunscreen. And I down there I just layered it on because I was really wasn't trying to get burned. Um, and but you know we were kind of in this like little town without I didn't bring like a scrubber, so I just kind of would like rub my body wash with my hand to like get off the sunscreen. And I like kind of over time like. 
I could see this like pockets of where I'd put sunscreen on because I wasn't removing it properly. Wow. So that's when I was like, oh, I literally got to scrub the shit off. So you, you know, need to use like a body glove or a mm-hmm. loofah. Yeah, a body glove. I mean, I use, I love the Korean ones. Um, you can get those on Amazon. You, I sometimes buy them at the Korean spa if I'm near one uh-huh. uh, or a beauty supply store. And just, I, I use that every single day with whatever body wash I'm so it makes using. anything a scrub. Oh, yeah. Pretty much. I just, I love that feel. I really love just Sudsy. scrub. Yeah, I love Sudsy. And I love body scrubs, too. You know, um, Osea makes a really good one. The Andaria body polish is really Ooh. heavenly. It's so beautiful. I love I that one. you also mentioned, like, let's say, like, someone who's super hairy. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're struggling to remove sunscreen, to just take a... a like a wipe, like some of these, like even, and I was thinking for your sweatiness too, you recommended these really large body wipes that yeah, are being sold. Yeah. Just kind of rubbing down with that. Yeah. I stumbled upon them at, um, I think Credo and they were kind of in the front in the little like area where you can pick up uh travel size stuff. I'm blanking on the brand, uh, brand, but we can add it to the notes totally. for this episode. So, but they're, like towel size. Yeah, they're like body towel wipes. size body wipes for for, you know, people who are let's say are trying to work out in the morning before work. You can kind of shower with these. And I just bought two to try them out and I really it was good. I mean, they're loaded with some um powerful antiseptics through like natural oils and stuff, essential oils and they're nice. I mean, they feel very refreshing. So, someone who's hairy trying to get, you know, break down some of the sunscreen, that would be your key to do a first pass with like one of these body wipes right yeah it's been so fun talking about products because when you first came on the show we really didn't talk about anything product oriented which is pretty unusual for a skincare podcast how beautiful of us i could go on forever me too it's pretty i mean i've been thinking about you can i tell you something else that's a guilty admission of course so like um, I have been picking my boyfriend's face. Have you? I, I know you sent me that photo when you were on vacation. Oh my god, because it was like a Dr. Pimple Popper fantasy. I cannot believe that. And I literally thought it was like a, a rock, like a grain of sand. Yeah. Or, it was like so thick, like a caterpillar, right? And when it, this was we're a, getting graphic, this here. was a blackhead on his face. And um, it was amazing. And I was on the beach and I had been noticing it for a couple days and I wanted to extract that shit. And what I loved about it is that in that specific instance, it was so ready to like, it wanted out. Like I didn't have to like uh, press very hard. I definitely didn't make any like lesions with my fingers or any you know what I mean like my nails or anything I have to pull it up because oh my god I want you to show Margo and see what she thinks about it um but it started when we were on one time like a year ago like in 2018 I was on shrooms with my boyfriend and kind of like freaking out not freaking out but having sex and feeling like shrooms and sex weren't mixing that well for me right then but then I saw a blackhead on his back and me getting to extract it was like completely changed my mood and my like little trip around. Um, let me see the picture again. He's gonna be like, Why do you have to? He's like, Talk about all the other shit all you want, but what about this? But anyway, I bring it up because after that, it's first, amazing. And after that, Shroom's experience, 
I ended up writing a story for Mel Magazine called The Psychological Reasons Why Your Girlfriend Can't Stop Popping Your Blackheads. So I wanted to share what a doctor I spoke to for that story had to say and see what you have to think about it and also find out, like, I don't know. I want you to evaluate my kind of outlook on the whole thing because I kind of feel that, like, my boyfriend's not going to go to you for a facial, you know? Mm -hmm. And exfoliating is one thing, but some of this stuff is, like... Like, and overall, he has a beautiful complexion. I don't look at... And, you know, I don't think of him as someone with a ton of noticeable acne or anything. Mm -hmm. But it's just, like, I'm with him all the time, staring at him. I kiss him all the time. And I notice these clogged pores, and I just get a fucking thrill. Like, I get so excited. But once in a while, I do think it gets unhealthy because... I don't want to be in beautiful, intimate moments with him and then think about that. Be aware. And I do once in a while. I'm sorry, baby. Luckily, you listen to my podcast. You're so nice. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Dr. Matt Traub, a psychodermatologist specializing in skin, is who I spoke to. And at the time, I thought it was really interesting that there are psychologists that specialize in dermatology. It's super interesting. So he says that he helps underlying people with their underlying psychological conditions all the time um, and that a lot of people have compulsive skin picking problems and that's kind of similar to like hair pulling problems um, and that can cause a lot of like inflammation issues. Um, And he said about 3% of the population has skin picking problems but that in general most skin related psychological issues go totally unreported that it's not really like something we think about I'm sure you do because you're looking at the holistic thing but um when we talk about this percentage it's really people who can't stop he says there's a fine line between manipulating a pimple pimple and picking your skin I talk to endless clients who say when I see a pimple I need to pop it I need to clear it if they catch one side of it in the mirror they feel as though they must attempt to clean or purify it but often that becomes a bigger deal than the initial issue they make it worse I recommend people with these tendencies to stop popping pimples altogether because it's a slippery slope a lot of the time picking is used to control pain people use it to relieve emotional pain in uncomfortable situations Part of my job then becomes to figure out, well, what's behind us. For instance, I've talked to people who say, well, when I have a tough day or work is really stressful and I'm feeling wound up and in need of a release, I'll go home and pick. Interesting. In these instances, we may add something that's a little bit more mindfulness-related, you know, breathing and relaxation techniques. And in terms of, like, what goes down with a partner, he said that not too long ago someone did tell him my wife is always trying to pop my pimples and it drives me nuts um for some people they say that picking one another's skin is vulnerable and that it can deepen a relationship and show trust but for others it could be damaging because it can make them hyper aware and insecure of their own skin issues and then the big thing that I want to talk to you about is like especially because my boyfriend has a lot more melanin in his skin than I do and Mm -hmm. I'm kind of like is this like crazy white privilege torture that I'm like picking his skin in this way as though it would have no consequences when it might you know I mean I haven't caused him any scars I honestly always see it like heal up on its own I do I think well you're you're an informed um picker yeah well picker and 
Yeah, you always have been. You've told me that, that you like to pick. We've worked on that. So It's I getting feel... worse again, though. Yeah. I've been using tweezers to pick. <gasps> no, that scares me the I most. I know. Tierney, no, no, no. <laughs> that you're going to cause some major scarring. I know. Don't I, do I'm that not at going home. to. I haven't done it on him, but I've done it on myself. And I, I unfortunately relate to, like, the psychoness of it all. Like, that I have a lot of anxiety or I feel a lot of... It's like a... I don't want to make it so dramatic to equate it to a self-harm behavior, but it's mm-hmm. like... It is a sense of control. I totally relate to, like, feeling like a lot goes on and I don't know when or how to control everything at once. And that by grabbing my face and just, like, expunging some debris... It gets me off, and, like, I act, like, orgasmic when I get Brian's, like, skin really good. Like, when I, like, dislodge something, I'm like, I got it! Like, I'm dying. I'm crazy. Um, We need to go eat. Yeah, Um, we do. Do you want to play Journey Answers, our hot new segment? This is our... So, Andrea has prepared three questions in advance, and I have no idea what they're going to be. I will be answering them at the, like, whim of the moment. Yes. Um, I better hit one of these loon vapes again. This is so funny that you picked up. If you were stuck on an island, there was only, like, one thing that you could do. Would you have sex or smoke weed? It's, like, the most impossible question, but you're the person to ask oh my god like there was only one activity you know like one so activity you could do was sex okay but then it quickly became <laughs> replaced with weed like my brain is going weed i guess that you're gonna say but weed. i also think that if i was on a deserted island i don't know how much stress is going on mm-hmm. but regardless i am having an immersion in nature and typically when i have you know, outside my, like, I'm like even in Oaxaca, like, mm-hmm. I wasn't smoking weed for, like, a week plus on the beach, you mm-hmm. know? And I didn't miss it at all. Mm-hmm. So, and I was having sex. And I think that given the island context, mm-hmm. I'm going to reevaluate and say that I will choose sex. Okay. But, like, in an, like, urban L.A. environment, mm-hmm. I don't really know. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I love that. Okay. Um... If you could create one product, one beauty product, what would it be? Oh, my God. I love this question because that's such a dream. I have been, well, I'm just going to say the thing that I've been actually, like, brainstorming. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's not, I'm open to, like, collaborating on so many beauty products. Um, Same. But I've been imagining a line of lip sticks and I've been imagining naming them all amazing and I've been having so much pleasure in that my dad is really into painting and like because he's into painting cars and painting model cars and real cars and stuff and so he's really good about color and has always appreciated my nail polish and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and I loved it because I mentioned one of the color names like titles in passing like weeks ago Mm -hmm. and then recently he brought it up to me or, like, he made mention of it, and I was like, yes, it's real. Like, my lipsticks are real. I love that. I oh, could yeah. so see you with lipsticks. Lipsticks are, like, my favorite part of the makeup process, I think. 
Me too. I don't wear lipstick every day, though. It's funny. And I don't wear lip liner. You don't wear as, that like, often huge... anymore. Me? Yeah. I used to wear it more, right? Me too. I used to wear it a lot more. I think it's, like, really cool look to just have beautiful, like, just cared for skin and lipstick. But um, I think I've been psyching myself out because I don't think I do liner as perfect as other femmes in my Life. With liners intimidating. Yeah, but I'm at the same you. time, with some of the beautiful colors I like to wear, like really exciting hot pinks, it does look better lined. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sometimes it does look better lined. Yeah. I hate admitting that, but it's true. It's like cool to have a smudgy French look, but honestly, you don't prefer that. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you just think it's easy. Totally. <laughs> and that you can like smoke and drink without it making too much of a difference, you know? Yeah. Okay, hit me with your last shot. What grosses you out the most? Grosses me out? The most. That's a really good question. Grosses me out. I gotta say, like, I'm not, uh, I'm not too fragile. Like, I've been in the room during plastic surgery, and I've seen... My um, mouth just dropped. You didn't know that? No. Yeah, I've seen... Uh, like fat transfer, fat removal. Oh. I've seen someone taking a tube and <laughs> like, uh, like getting like suck, like vacuuming the fat oh, yeah. out of someone's stomach and love handles. And I had no idea how I was gonna react. And I was actually excited at the notion of potentially, like, passing out at the side of blood or something yeah but yeah i interviewed a surgeon dr miami i was in miami that's right and it was an hour at like 10 p.m at night i think he said he's changed his work-life balance now and he doesn't operate that late but he had really long days because he's super viral at like showing all these procedures on snapchat and instagram like he carefully doesn't violate policy but in this really crazy way where like you see so much detail of the procedure and it kind of works to like make people more comfortable with getting it because they've already watched it on snapchat every day also the confidence of a plastic surgeon who's like and i'm gonna film it you know is like kind of major it is major um but so i don't know grossing me out like I don't know like every, uh, I had an answer that I don't want to say it's funny because I know that you're not really a germaphobe and I know that you're pretty tough so that's why I wanted to ask you this like that's what, why your questions I was are like, so good what is your like absolute like limit like, like I'm not one to see a bug and give a shit like honestly I'm, I'm not gonna step on a roach I get too like freaked out yeah about like I can't even get near the a genius of animals or something you know yeah. what i mean i don't feel better than a roach but or maybe i just grew up with fucking too much uh liberty and right. space yeah um but grossing me out like i don't you know a lot of my friends get off on body odor they really like it i believe in like the like decolonization of like scent and like not making like sterile soap like the standard of like health or care right for our bodies but at the same time um i don't like 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 a little bit is cool but i do there's there's a part of me that wants to like act like i'm gonna throw up when i think about when i experience someone's body or really viscerally i just it does gross me out yeah but it doesn't mean that i want everyone to smell like 
like nothing, but just like that deep. That I know deep what you're talking summer about. Summer afternoon body odor. Yeah, it can be like, <laughs> right? Like some butt. Right. Yeah. yeah like, exactly. Like, yeah. And like, what about like? I, okay. I mean, it's funny because I love the like sexual freedom I have in my relationship, and I feel like anything we choose, any preferences we choose, any activities we choose, I feel totally safe. Like. I don't know, like, having anal sex or, Mm -hmm. like, whatever, like, touching someone's ass, whatever. But, like, for example. But at the same time, (laughs) like, I, if, if I perceive that someone's particularly sweaty at that moment, I don't want to suck dick. Or, like, go down on somebody, you know, but just in the context of my relationship. But Brian is extremely, like, you know, he's a very clean person. He's like, babe, why are you saying a full of black heads have a smelly dick? Like, that's not the case at all. But, like, I just can tell, like, if it's getting into a sexual mood before we've showered after a long day outside, I'm like, let's go shower together or something because I'm not, like, I'm not about to do this. That kind of grosses me out to feel, like, a sweaty dick in my mouth. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Of course. (laughs) Well, on that note. Hey, I think about that too. I'm always like, okay, is... Because I I don't get rid of my... I don't like do Brazilians or anything. Me neither. You know, like... And I have a healthy amount of pubic hair. I have tons right now. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, same. Tons. Well, it's hard because it's like... uh, I don't know, whatever. Um, and like I said, I sweat a lot. And like hair my legs. contains odor, right? Yeah, and that's what the waxer told me. Yeah, propaganda. no, no, no. But it's true. Sometimes I'm like, oh, there is like a a specific mm-hmm. sweat crotch smell mm-hmm. that I like can notice in myself sometimes after a long day. And also keep in mind, I straddle like a chair when I'm giving facials. Totally. And it it's like ergonomic, so it's like it's like a almost like a horse saddle situation you're riding all day and sometimes i'm like oh like i can when i go pee i'm like this is this has created a swamp it's created a smell and i think about that i'm like okay let's give her a rinse but is there a there's a part it doesn't bother me i in fact kind of think it's good but then i'm just like i'm just like worried that i'm overheating (laughs) I'm telling you, I'm, I'm so, I'm so sweaty. It's You're so crazy. In your body. I am like too much. Overheating. Like there is a part of me that, um, like I'm mostly like very cleansed or whatever, but there is that like little dom part of me where I'm like, lick my pussy no matter what totally you know yes and like i have a good partner for that you know like very receptive and like that's but it's so it's kind of hypocritical for i don't think he was like sweat i know my dick no matter what i would not go but like i feel like he yeah eroticizes me, yeah. Luckily, no. I think body odor is like so sexy. It re- body odor to me reminds me of like my entire college experience. Like Ugh. we were all just so <laughs> sweaty, smelly. and everyone was smelly, but everyone was like really cute and hot, and I like right. That. A lot of hot people are smelly. 
And it's okay to be like, it's okay it's to be whatever bones. smelly you are. You of know? course. It's just that for me personally, it gives me like a cerebral, like a rush in a negative way sometimes. Yeah. I'll never forget really quickly <laughs> when I was living with um, like four guys in the most amazing house in Los Feliz, I partied a lot. Orgy. Uh-huh. Yeah. And um, my friend... And I was like, oh, you should really make sure you masturbate before, like, you go out. Because the, she was like, I, like, masturbate. And then I just, like, take my, like. I'm rather behind your ears. Yeah. I did that all I started doing that. And do you still do it? Now that you've locked a mate down? <laughs> Not really. But I still, I mean, I'm, I, I was I just talking d- about this. I have such a um, great masturbation relationship which is good to re- masturbation or within your relationship no just by myself that's good. yeah i think it's like important you right. know i don't know even when you're in a relationship to oh, keep yeah. it up yeah i mean don't i don't know yeah I, I feel like people would maybe think that it would be weird i don't know like like you already have someone to fuck stop touching yeah your but it's like <laughs> it doesn't work like that yeah no it's fun way to entertain private fantasies that might come into play at your relationship, but it's just, like, its own thing. Totally. And it's also just, like, yourself. Like, there's a part of me that is down to masturbate if I know that I've reached... A, it's, like, the equivalent of, like, smoking a joint. It's, like, just, like, a point where I need a, like, emotional reset to, like, my experience of reality right now. So... Yeah. Let's get it up. Get it in. Use chakras. Wait till you get on that <laughs> Oh, my plane. God. I can't. Now that I know, now that I know you like to diddle, I'm going to have to. Yeah, there was this really thin one on Violet Gray (laughs) that I was like. She's like, yeah, there's one I'd like. Yeah, there's one I'd like, but I'm like, I don't know. I'm just scared. It's so thin. It almost looks like a pencil. Like, it just makes me nervous that I'm going to engulf it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, my vagina is going to eat it. Because oh, it might. Because I slept with the chakra inside me before. Really? That, How that, was that? I liked it, but like I, I didn't think it was gonna engulf it because I mean it's, it's probably the huge width and it's very thick. Oh yeah. yeah, no, but this thin one, I'm like absorbed. What if it? Gets... <laughs> yeah, what if it gets absorbed? What in if the it's heat? the same frequency as your pussy? So it's just oh my like, so it's like part myos. of it. <laughs> Um, we've been hitting the weed and we're so hungry now. This has been so fun. I really learned plenty. I hope all of you listening did too. Uh, definitely follow Andrea at Amez underscore pro. Is that correct? Oh, that was the old handle that I'm I love. I'm so sorry. Oh, no, that's okay. If you search me. I'm stuck no, in the past. If you stretch. Uh, stretch, stretch your mind. <laughs> Find on search me. Oh, that's so funny. It's um, you can type in a mez pro, but it is a mez dot skin worship. Um, IG. Also, you're going home with the Kikoko tea sensuality. Oh, I have to read it really quickly because you read the yeses to the Please. other ones, and it was yes, yes, yes. You deserve <laughs> the big O. Oh, oh, you do, babe. Yes. Great for parties. Yes. It's time to get your groove on. Oh, fuck yeah. That's cute. I love it. Yes to parties. I mean, that's a lifestyle. Let's see. Hibiscus, rose petals, orange peel, lavender, cardamom. Oh, we love cardamom. Cute. Cute. 
um, follow me, please. If you like this podcast, please leave a review. We gained a couple new reviews lately, and I love it. And um, luckily, we have five stars. And so this was an experimental mode of the podcast. But mm-hmm. if you want to continue our five-star rating and support the cause, please go rate it. Um, we're going to drop the full list of products we discussed. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to feedback on anything we talked about today, please comment on Instagram so we can see it. We want to discourse with you. Um, we want to learn what your favorite cheap and expensive products are, too. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Andrea Mez. You're the best. I love you. I love you, too. And also, if you're in L.A. or coming to L.A., go to her bio, click the link, make yourself a facial appointment. You definitely won't regret it. Oh, I'm seeing you on Saturday. Yeah, I made yeah. an appointment this Perfect. I can't wait. Okay. Word out. Oh.